The serious side of the J. Ross Show is coming up next, right here on the TJRS Radio Network. My father's conversation with me was daily. My grandfather uh, talked to me as a, as, a, as a black man from Augusta, Georgia, growing up in the Deep South. Frightening. And I'm being very light when I use the word frightening. If something goes wrong, your first line of defense, uh, you know, the parents not being there, is to go to the police. If you're Caucasian. So, well, I, I mean, yes, still, that's what you still, teach your children. Unfortunately, uh, you know, it can't work for black children, right? right? Being an African-American is a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful blessing. You have come from great people. What I love about you as my son is I remember when we thought about having you and, you know, knowing that we wanted you and watching you grow. You are the Muhammad Ali, you are the Malcolm X, you are the Martin Luther King. You are an amazing young man, and the future is yours. And I will do my best to make sure you're safe. That's it. I love you. Why should I vote? Nothing ever changes. The system is rigged. Why bother? Whether you're trying to get dinner on the table after working a double shift, dropping baby off with grandma, or studying for exams, voting can feel like the furthest thing from your mind. You might even feel like it's just not worth it. But that's exactly what some people want you to think. The truth is, when we stay home, things stay the same or they get worse. But when we all vote, we get new ideas and new energy. We get leaders who share our values and listen to our voices. That's how we change America. And that's why it's so important to register right now and vote this November. And in every election, go to whenweallvote.org or text WEALLVOTE to 97779 to get started and know that your vote will make a difference. You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network. Live from NPR News, I'm Giles Snyder. This final weekend before the presidential election, both major candidates are campaigning in swing states. President Trump has five rallies in five states on his schedule today. Yesterday, he made another appeal to backers of fracking during a campaign stop in Pennsylvania. Chris Potters with member station WESA. Trump has repeatedly tried to use the natural gas business as a wedge issue against Democratic nominee Joe Biden in Pennsylvania. Before a packed crowd gathered in Butler, some 30 miles north of Pittsburgh, Trump said he would protect the fossil fuels industry from, quote, maniacs who oppose it. Moments ago, I signed an order to protect Pennsylvania fracking and block any effort to undermine energy production in your state. The order actually only requires federal agencies to study the potential consequences of a fracking ban, which Biden's platform does not call for. 
though Biden does favor an eventual transition away from fossil fuels. For NPR News, I'm Chris Potter in Pittsburgh. Uh, Democrat Joe Biden returning to the swing state of Pennsylvania today. NPR's Windsor Johnson reports that Biden will be in Philadelphia two days before Election Day. Biden is expected to make one of his strongest pitches yet for voters to cast their ballots on Tuesday. His stop in Philadelphia comes on the heels of a campaign swing through the Midwest. Speaking in Michigan on Saturday, Biden said the power to change the country is in the hands of the American people. I don't care how hard Donald Trump tries. There's nothing. Let me say it again. There's nothing that he can do to stop the people in this nation from voting in overwhelming numbers and taking back this democracy. Pennsylvania is critical in this year's election. It's a state that President Trump won by a narrow margin in 2016. Windsor Johnston, NPR News, Philadelphia. North Carolina's Democratic governor is calling the police use of pepper spray on participants of a voting rally unacceptable. Videos show officers in the small city of Graham using pepper spray at least twice. Organizers of the event, including the Reverend Gregory Drumwright, says they had the proper permits for Saturday's event. This is something that we have worked on for the greater part of this month with the law enforcement agencies, and we beg them not to come in with militia force to oppress and suppress our march to the polls. The police department says rally participants failed to obey warnings to disperse after marchers blocked traffic. Several people were arrested. Police in Canada have a suspect in custody in connection with last night's stabbing attack in Quebec City. Two people were killed and five others injured. Police say the suspect is in his mid-20s. He was arrested overnight after police said they were looking for a man dressed in medieval clothing and armed with some sort of bladed weapon. And you're listening to NPR News. Coming up next on the serious side. Joe Biden is my brother. I love this. I, I love Joe Biden. And he will be a great president. Now, I, I'll admit, 12 years ago, when I, when I asked him to be the nominee for vice president with me when I was running, I, I didn't know Joe that well. We had served together in the Senate. But he and I came from different places, part of different generations. But I quickly came to admire Joe as a man who learned early on to treat everybody he meets with dignity and with respect. Living by the words his mom taught him. No one's better than you, Joe, but you're no better than anybody else. And, and that sense of, of decency and empathy, the belief in... in hard work and family and faith, the belief that everybody counts, that's who Joe is. President Barack Obama, I tell you what, didn't you make you a little nostalgic just hearing him? Compared to, <laughs> compared, I won't even compare God Almighty. It's great to see you, Mr. President. It's great to hang out with you. Reminds us that we can have a president with character decency, respect, a president respected around the world, the president our kids could and did look up to. I want to say something we don't say often enough. President Obama was a great president. 
the great honors I had was not only serving with him, but becoming a good personal friend. Our families became close. My two granddaughters and two of his two daughters went all through school together. Remained each other's best buddies. I want to make sure to say it here today, Mr. President, thank you. Thank you for everything. And thanks for reminding us what we can be again. So can I ask you to do me a favor? Suburban women, will you please like me? Remember? Please. Please. I saved your damn neighborhood, okay? The other thing, I don't have that much time to be that nice. You know, I can do it, but I got to go quickly. We don't have time. They want me to be politically correct. Oh, yes, let's discuss it. Let's talk about it over the next 10 years. No, no, no. Now, we saved your, you, we saved suburbia in the U.S. I got rid of a regulation that was a disaster, and it was very unfair, and you've been reading about it for a long time. It's been going on for a long time. It became much worse under Obama and Biden. Okay, and I think we're going to see that the women really like Trump a lot. That happened last time, remember? Remember last, four years ago? Four years ago, they said, women will never vote for him. I said, why am I so bad? They said, the women will never vote. Then I got 52%. They said, what the hell happened with the women? Except this time, see, this is much easier. You damn well better vote for me, Pennsylvania. You better vote for me. If you're taking notes... We revived our economy, we rebuilt our military, we stood for law and order, liberties and life. And none of that would have been possible without the strong and consistent support of North Carolina's Republicans in Congress. It's true. So right after you re-elect President Donald Trump, you send Senator Tom Tillis back to the Senate. We need you to send Congressman Greg Murphy to a new Republican majority on Capitol Hill and retire Nancy Pelosi once and for all. Donald's a friend of mine. I just think he, just think he says it wrong. I think if he can reword some of the things he says and put it in business form, it'll really make sense. But Donald's like a straight-up guy. Like if he sees your shirt tucked out, he won't put this out. Mike Tyson endorsed me. I love it. He set out a tweet. Mike, Iron Mike. You know, all the tough guys endorse me. I like looks up to you, looks up to Ralph Lauren, looks up to American industry guys. Non-political, no bull****, put the beep on it, however you want to do it, five, five seconds delay, and just goes in and gets it done. Right now... Think about Donald Trump being racist until he ran for president and won. Before then, everybody was like, oh, he's on WWE, you know, with different shows. Everybody, they, they like Donald Trump. As soon as he ran for president... Because people don't like the truth. America great again, baby. Donald Trump. If he get in the office, mm -hmm. a lot of is going to change. And it's going to be better for me. No disrespect to nobody out there, but... Good, now I can see it. Let's so you make have America, America great again. All right. You got it right there? You got it? I got it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, the, the greatest thing about America is that we all have our opinions and our thoughts. Nobody is totally correct in everything that they do. I have access to the president, and any time I have access to the president, and he will listen to my thoughts, that's all I can ask of him. You know, Donald Trump is what Americans love. Donald Trump is what Americans aspire to be. Rich, 
powerful. Do what you want to do. Say what you want to say. Be how you want to be. Welcome to the serious side of the J. Ryle Show with Kathleen Williams, Mrs. Vanessa Maybell, Mr. Jerome Esprit, the official texter of the show, Mr. Johnny D, and Mr. Elias. Now here is your host, J. Ryle. Thank you so much, my man, and welcome, everybody, to the serious side of the J. Ryle Show. Today is November 1st, 2020, just two days away from the election, and here could probably guess some of the things that we're going to talk about on this morning's show right here on the serious side you know they say last call for alcohol but we're going to change that last call for the vote this is it america two days until the election and both campaigns are out on the stump making their closing arguments Whew, man, it's getting hectic these last few days black do crack With only two days before the election, we have decided to call out some of black America's biggest stars who support Donald Trump. Damn it, y'all need to know who they are. Another day and another shooting, the shooting of Walter Wallace, another reminder of the racial climate in this country. If you saw the video, what do you think? Can't wait to talk about that third set. But as always, I never share the stage by myself. I always share the stage with some of the very best in the business. First up. She's my big sis. Very smart, beautiful, and intelligent woman, retiree, doing her thing, making that money, more money, more money. But she also watches CNN, MSNBC, and hang out with Trump voters so you don't have to. Let's say good morning to the very lovely Miss Vanessa Maybell. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you doing? Oh, I don't know. I'm doing pretty good after that intro that I just got. Um, I'm doing fine. I am a little concerned for the week and a couple of days ahead. My heart is not feeling right. I am. My heart is not feeling right this morning. I am just. I'm. I'm getting ready to go to church because, baby, we need to do some praying starting right now over what's going to happen. Oh, that's right. You know what? That's a good segue. I tell you what. Hey, you know what? Be diligent. And go do pray. And I tell you what, I'm going to church too today because I'm thinking that all the prayer, the power of prayer needs to be in full effect, like you said, for the next 48 hours. Thank you so much for being here, sweetie. Love you to death. The man who gets the first and last word here on the serious side, the man who really runs everything, and the man who I think shares some of Vanessa's sentiments and thoughts, the one and only Mr. L to the E to the S. Good morning, Mr. Elias. How are you doing? I am I am well this morning. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Vanessa. Good morning, Kathleen. Good morning, Mariana Music. Good morning, Jerome. And good morning, Hulk. Speaking of Hulk, Hulk is off this morning and had to take care of some things. And so uh, he'll be here on election night, which, by the way, I just made the announcement. We will be live on election night. This Tuesday, 8 o'clock Central, 9 o'clock Eastern, if you're on the West Coast. That is um, uh, 6 o'clock, I think it is. So check it out. We'll be here live, and we'll be here for two hours watching the results with you. So you can call it a watch party right here on the TGRS Radio Network. You're going to get live reactions, crying, cussing. It all can come through on Tuesday night. So tune in. (laughs) Should be some pretty decent radio. And, of course, our colleague, uh, Jerome Esprit. 
You guys know the story by now. If you're regular listeners of ours, he lost his mother about a month ago, I think. And, uh, you know, he's just making that slow walk back into reality. And if you've lost a loved one, especially someone like a parent or someone very near and dear to your heart, you can understand the grieving process can take, you know, two days, three days, two months, two weeks, two years. You know, you grieve at your pace. But we welcome him back with open arms. And as he reappear uh, from everything that he's dealing with. You know, we love him, and we know that you guys love him as well. Thank you so much for all the well wishes and emails. And uh, Kathleen Williams, Inch High Private Eye, a super-duper secret agent. She is on a secret mission. Once it's over, she'll be back on the show. But until then, we'll hold it down because we have to. The number is 347 850-1272 World Famous Chat Room should be open You can check out all the social media sites That we monitor throughout the course of the show We'll pull your messages down And we'll read them during the chatterbox section Or you can call in with all number One more time 347-850-1272 Boy, I tell you what boys and girls We have a lot to get into Without any further ado Let's get into the first topic of the morning Joe Biden is my brother. I love this. I, I love Joe Biden. And he will be a great president. Now, I, I'll admit, 12 years ago, when I, when I asked him to be the nominee for vice president with me when I was running, I, I didn't know Joe that well. We had served together in the Senate. But he and I came from different places, part of different generations. But I quickly came to admire Joe as a man who learned early on to treat everybody he meets with dignity and with respect. Living by the words his mom taught him. No one's better than you, Joe, but you're no better than anybody else. And, and that sense of, of decency and empathy, the belief in, in hard work and family and faith, the belief that everybody counts, that's who Joe is. President Barack Obama, I tell you what, didn't you make you a little nostalgic just hearing him? Compared to, <laughs> compared, I won't even compare God Almighty. It's great to see you, Mr. President. It's great to hang out with you. Reminds us that we can have a president with character, decency, respect. A president respected around the world. The president our kids could and did look up to. I want to say something we don't say often enough. President Obama was a great president. And one of the great honors I had was not only serving with him, but becoming a good personal friend. Our families became close. My two granddaughters and two of his two daughters went all through school together, remain each other's best buddies. So I want to make sure to say it here today, Mr. President, thank you. Thank you for everything, and thanks for reminding us what we can be again. So can I ask you to do me a favor? Suburban women, will you please like me? Remember? Please. Please. I saved your damn neighborhood, okay? The other thing, I don't have that much time to be that nice. You know, I can do it, but I got to go quickly. We don't have time. They want me to be politically correct. Oh, 
yes, let's discuss it. Let's talk about it over the next 10 years. No, no, no. Now, we saved your, you, we saved suburbia in the U.S. I got rid of a regulation that was a disaster, and it was very unfair, and you've been reading about it for a long time. It's been going on for a long time. It became much worse under Obama and Biden. Okay? And I think we're going to see that the women really like Trump a lot. That happened last time, remember? Remember last, four years ago? Four years ago, they said, women will never vote for him. I said, why am I so bad? They say, the women will never vote. Then I got 52%. They said, what the hell happened with the women? <laughs> Except this time, see, this is much easier. You damn well better vote for me, Pennsylvania. You better vote for me. If you're taking notes, we revived our economy, we rebuilt our military, we stood for law and order, liberties and life. And none of that would have been possible without the strong and consistent support of North Carolina's Republicans in Congress. So right after you reelect President Donald Trump, you send Senator Tom Tillis back to the Senate. We need you to send Congressman Greg Murphy to a new Republican majority on Capitol Hill and retire Nancy Pelosi once and for all. Well, both campaigns are out there on the stump trying to make it happen, trying to make that final push to get every little vote that's out there, especially Donald Trump. That guy has been campaigning, really, since he was elected back in 2017. But that's neither here nor there, because right now he's behind in the polls. Everybody's out. President Obama, Kamala Harris, Biden, Pence, anybody that Stevie Wonder was out. So let me start with you, Mr. Elias, and let's just pick up where Vanessa was, uh, what she just said in her intro. Are you nervous, man? How do you feel about what's getting ready to happen here Tuesday night? I, I, you just lied to our audience, man. That's the first. I, I don't know why you did that, because Trump's not trying to get every little vote. He's trying to block vote. That's, that's what he does. <laughs> okay, touche. They block Touché. vote. Go ahead. You got what it. What, 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 what are they doing in Texas right now? Even with the drop-off mailbox. Nope, we're not, we're not, we're not going to count those. Why are they not going to count the drop-off mailing box? Why? Why why are they blocking votes? Why are they telling you in Pennsylvania that they're not going to count the votes until uh, they're going to put all the mail-in ballots aside until after the, after they, they count all the other votes? Why? And then and now they just changed everything in Minnesota to where it's that if you had a mail-in ballot and it comes in after, even though if you mailed it a week before because of the way they, the way they mess with the postal system, even if you mail in your ballot and it comes in the day after the vote and it's postmarked before the vote, voting date, they're not going to count it. This is a dirty trick that the Republicans use all day long, every day. They don't want you to vote because Donald Trump said it best. The only thing he ever told the truth about is he said if everybody was allowed to vote, Republicans would never win nothing. And he's right. He's right. They're going to block the vote, and this is what they've been doing. So, wow, Mr. Elias, tell us how you really feel. What, what about you, Vanessa? Vanessa, well, Vanessa, you said that basically you are concerned. Tell us your concerns. Give us more details. Why do you feel the way you feel this morning? Well, uh, first of all, 110-plus votes in Harris County, 110,000-plus votes in Harris County, 
have uh, went before the judge when you did drive-through voting. So they're up to no good. They also are turning people away if the signatures deviate in the least bit. They also turned the hoses, I mean pepper spray, on people, I think it was North Carolina, that looked like a mm-hmm. picture that was taken 30 years ago uh, because they were uh, marching to the voting polls. People don't understand, especially the young black people who need to hear my voice and pass it to their friends, that, you know, they're taking us back in time from where Martin Luther King and everybody else have brought us. We don't have those people anymore other than, you know, maybe Al Sharpton or whoever, whoever, to help us to carry on. Um, We need them to pass on the word that they need to vote, that they need to get out there. They need to continue to march to the polls. Don't be discouraged. And that's what's going on right now. And I am just saddened and, and I am scared and I am nervous that some of this stuff that is going on, Trump is going to get away with it, him and his people. Uh, So, you know, you got all those judges I have been talking about for the last six months that Donald Trump put into place. And it was one of his judges, Jay, that said Harris County needs to kick those ballots out. And then it was uh, the, the governor of Harris County of Texas had until I think it was five or six o'clock Friday to dispute it. Well, you know he wasn't going to dispute it, Jay, because Abbott is a Republican, and I've already signed up on the committee to go against him. So I mean, my niece told me I signed her up to vote, and she said, "See that AT? That's why Daddy don't go and vote." Because they already wigging stuff, and it looks like we're going to lose. I said, well, your daddy, who is 60-plus years old, can't be the example. You have to be the example. So, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm afraid. And I am in deep prayer. Well, I, I think the reason why a lot of us feel this way is because of what we're seeing the Republicans are trying to do. You know, what's happening in Pennsylvania, what's happening in Michigan. You know, it's interesting that if you feel that you're going to win, then why are you out trying to find ways to suppress the vote? And I think that's the reason why a lot of people are nervous. I am somewhat nervous, but let me tell you something. I think that the headwinds, Mr. Elias, that Trump is facing, I just don't see how he can get around these. You can cheat all you want to, but more people have early voted already than the entire people who voted in 2016, you know, in some states. I mean, so are we really, I mean, so so that don't make you feel a little better, Mr. Elias, just a tad bit. Because because what are they going to do if it's a tight race? And they got all the mail-in ballots in, and Trump is winning by one point, and, they, and 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 all those ballots are for Joe Biden. They're gonna say, nope, we're gonna throw them out. We're gonna throw them out. That's what they're gonna do. Jay, and they're gonna say, well, if you don't, if you don't like what we're doing, let's take it to the Supreme Court and let them decide. I'm telling you, man. My Andy Dade has seven thousand ballots. Yeah. Sitting in the post office. Yes. 
Just sit there. Get your there. office. Ain't nobody text them. And you know Miami so Dade is black. they Yes. Come on, man. It's, it's, hey, man, they playing games. They're playing chess, chess, chess. And we're playing checkers. Come on. You got you to gotta really look at the whole picture. Trump put this, this clown in charge of the post office so he could dismantle it. And, 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 and all these old people talking about, yeah, Trump, 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 Trump. And they ain't getting their medication. They're not even getting their medication. I, I, I watched one woman in Wisconsin. Her father died from the coronavirus. She still had a Lord Trump supporter. I, I can't understand it. I cannot understand how this guy has lied to you. You've been on tape line and you clowns are still backing. That no matter what, Bob Woodward put it out there that he lied to you about this virus, that he could have been on top of this thing in January. At the end of January, he didn't do anything until April. Because in March, he was still holding rallies. And he's still holding rallies now. And everywhere he goes to hold the rally, there's a spread of it. And, 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 the, and the spread of violence is going mad. Because now he's saying, oh, uh, you catch it, you become immune, and then it's over with. Well, hell, why did they fly your ass to Walter Reed right away? Should have kept your ass at the White House like your wife. Come on. And because they, they took his ass to the, the film for the new drugs that they got. Come on, let's just be honest. So what do you and say to people who may be listening to us, Mr. Elias, and saying, here are a bunch of liberal Democrats crying because they know that Donald Trump's going to win the election? What's your response to them? Let, let, let every vote count. Let every vote count. That's, where, that's the only way you're supposed to win, isn't it? Let every vote count. If, if, if you guys got enough votes to win, and there's that many of you, let every vote count. And, you know, there's going to be some voter fraud. Of course there is. Because... You know, the, the Republicans create voter fraud. They look what they did in California, where they made, they put up the, 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 the ballot boxes that were, were not even uh, legal. So there's going to be voter fraud, but it's all usually on the Republican side. Very little on the Democrat side, but the Republicans, they'll, they'll do that. And my point is, let every vote count. If that vote is there and that, point, that person voted, let it count. Let it count. Why are you so scared to let the votes count? You know why you're scared to let it count? Because you don't have to lose, that's why. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. You're listening to the serious side of the J. Rouse Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network. Online radio at its best. Vanessa, you guys are trying to convince me. I'm trying to stay off the ledge, but you guys are talking a good game. But, you know, I still say that you know, the headwinds are too strong. So same question for you. People who are listening to this saying you guys have been talking all that yin-yang all this time. Now it's election day, and now you're starting to get nervous. Donald Trump's going to win, and all you guys are a bunch of crying liberals because you can't beat the man uh, straight up. What's your response to people who may be thinking that right now? Because I know a lot of them probably are. I'm going to save my cussing for Tuesday. If, you know what, let me, let me try to figure out a better way to say this. Okay. I believe that the God that I serve, Vanessa serves, is not going to let his people continue to suffer. If Donald Trump becomes president, watch, we going to take the House and the Senate or whatever it is. Watch. God is not going to let Donald Trump 
be in control of all of it. Not the Lord, not the God that I serve. So I am nervous because I am human. But I also know that God is going to take care of me. So all you people out there who want to say I'm running scared or whatever, screw you. I'm not running scared. I'm scared for your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. I don't have any grandchildren, and I don't have any great-grandchildren. So whatever he do to screw black people or whatever he does to screw Democrats, he's screwing you too. Because unless you're rich like him, you don't have a piss to pot out of, a piss pot to piss in, and a winner to throw it out of either. So I'm not as concerned as I might sound, but I am worried for the country, for the country, because it's what he can do to the future. And since I'm almost 60, I'm on the downside of my life. It's your life that's in trouble, baby. It's yours. Because I won't have any grandchildren, and I won't have any great-grandchildren, but if y'all do, that's who life is going to mess up. So, I'm just saying, I find... So, yeah, I'm not as worried or as scared, because I know I'm going to go to church, and I'm going to go pray about it, and I know God listens. But I am worried for this country, because COVID is coming back. They've already closed down England, and we are three weeks behind them. They already say you can't find paper placed in the stove. Y'all better wake up because Trump thinks he's God. So he don't even care about COVID. He don't even care about COVID. So y'all need to wake up. Y'all need to wake up and pay attention because it's all going to come back. And when we suffer, you poor white people are going to suffer too. Hallelujah. Wow. Uh, let them use you. All right, three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. You know, I, I tell you, I, I know what they're up to. You, you think about the systematic way they tried to do this. You know, first of all, you plant the seed of doubt. He did this in 2016 because Donald Trump, and I keep telling you folks, and I said this when he ran. Matter of fact, there's a show that we did back in 2012, and it had a picture of President Donald Trump question mark. And let me tell you why we did that. We did that because we knew this guy was a fraud. We knew that back in 2012. And we knew that he had been talking about possibly running for president because of what Barack Obama did to him during the correspondence, White House correspondence uh, dinner in 2011. So, but he had no intentions on winning people. I don't understand how y'all didn't see this. This was a marketing plot because he was trying to launch Trump TV. He knew that the apprentice was going to go out of business, go away. And for those of you all who are keeping score at home, remember... If you go back and look at some of the numbers, the reason why Donald Trump was saved financially was because of The Apprentice. Okay, if he had not, if he did not have that TV show that made all the money for him, his ass would probably be broke right about now. So let's wow. talk about that. But at the yeah. end of the day, when he accidentally won because of some of you nitwits out there, then guess what? This guy jumped in and rode President Barack Obama's coattail on the greatest, on one of the best economies that we had seen in a very long time. All he had to do was lie and say, okay, I did this, I did that. It's like, let me give you an example. Let's say that you, somebody left you a car, 
And that car is sparkling clean. And all you had to do really was just to wash the tires and put armor on the car. Everybody, ooh, his car is clean. That car was clean. When you got it, all you did was just try to keep it up. You did little things that make it look better for you. But then when a real pandemic hit, when a real crisis hit, it really illustrated his leadership. Yeah, because like and you see what's happening hit. right now. It's like if the car got You see what's happening right now. That's like if the car got, got into an accident, he just drove it around with the car in an accident. He, he just drove there you around go. with the dent in it. Because, you know, I'm looking at... Because he can't at fix it. I'm looking at the Stanford study. They said 30,000 cases have been linked to his, his, his rallies and 700 deaths have been caused by it. That's, yeah. that's, that's how much he cares about you. This is how much he cares about you. <laughs> and this is crazy that y'all keep voting for him. I, I, I can't understand it. But, but here's what you need to understand here, and we have to get out of here after this. This is what you need to understand. And there was a young brother on MSNBC who just said this. He says, it really doesn't matter what you say to these people. Because they're not doing their homework. They're listening to what Donald Trump is saying. Anytime they put a microphone in front of a Trump supporter, they just regurgitate exactly what he said in, on, on the campaign on the campaign uh, trail. That's all. They're not doing their homework. They don't know. One lady, I'm prouder than Trump that I ever been. Really? Why? Because he spews lies. And you guys believe it? You don't even do your own research. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. In this week's edition of In Four Minutes or Less, something that you need to know, we're going to tell you the story of a man by the name of Otis Moss. Now, this we're going to rename it for this week. It's going to it's going to be renamed in five minutes or less. Something that you need to know because this close to the election, this is a story that you need to hear. So, for all you people who are contemplating not voting or too lazy to get out and go to the polls, I hope this story resonates with you. So, it's time for this week's edition of In Four Minutes or Less. Or for this week only in five minutes or less, something that you need to know. We'll talk to you on the other side. You're listening to the serious side of the J. Rouse Show. Let me tell you a story. A story about my father, Otis. Moss Senior. It's the story of my father's determination to exercise his right to vote. One morning in the fall of 1946, he got up, determined to cast his ballot father was a farmer, a sharecropper in the rural south. He served in the military during the First World War, always a man of dignity, quiet courage and determination. Our mother, his devoted wife, had died at an early age, and my father struggled as a single parent of five children, we were amazed, excited that our father is about to do something really significant. He walked from the house well-dressed, well-groomed, six miles 
to the town center. Now, in every age, things have been introduced to keep certain people from voting. But he was willing to face all of that and exercise his right to vote. He did not know what the experience would be for him on that day, but he was well aware of what was taking place all over the South at that very moment. Sir, I am Otis Moss, and I am here to vote. Otis, it looks like you've come to the wrong polling place. You need to go over to the Mountville School. I have a letter here from the county stating that I vote here. People from your side of town are to vote in Mountville. You're supposed to get a letter, but the mail's been slow the past few weeks. Let me tell you a story about my grandfather. He'd already walked six miles to the first polling place. Now he's being told, you've come to the wrong place. A clear and blatant lie. Now he has to go to the Montville School. And the Montville School is in a different city. I imagine as my grandfather walked, the sounds of the world crept into his ear. You are a second-class citizen. You are three-fifths of a person. You are nothing but a Negro. But in his spirit, he heard his faith and the song say, ain't gonna let nobody turn me around. Yes? I'm here to vote. I was sent here from the LaGrange Courthouse. You are in the wrong place. You're supposed to vote at the Rosemont School. Now, the clerk from the courthouse said I was to come here. I don't know about that, but I know you're supposed to vote at the Rosemont School. Let me tell you the story of my great-grandfather. Because of the color of his skin, he was held back from voting. Voting, a basic right of his one of his freedoms, and because of the way he looked, he wasn't allowed to. Despite the next polling place being six more miles, despite the disappointment and the anger and the frustration, his determination, strong will, and dream to vote outweighed any disappointment that crossed his mind. Boy. I sure am sorry, but the polling place closed. Now, if you would have been here five minutes earlier, we would have let you in. Wounded, but never give up. Denied, but never accepting that denial. Insulted, but refusing to accept the insult inwardly and thereby setting an example and a memory for generations unborn. Of 
1272 It's the serious side of the J. Rouse Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network, online radio. And it's best welcome back in. And that's the story of Otis Moss Jr. So for all you clowns out there who are saying that you can't vote, Mr. Elias, man, when you listen to this story and when you listen to what this man did, walked to three different polling places only to be turned around. But he took dignity in the fact that, hey, I am getting ready to vote for the first time. And look what happened. And then you have these lazy people sitting at home that won't even get up off their duffs to go vote. Unfreaking believable. What say you before we get into the next topic? I promise Mr. Elias is here. I'm going to turn your mic on, Mr. Elias. It's just a nice <laughs> setup, and you just go ahead, Vanessa, because he's that clown somewhere. Go ahead, Vanessa. You know what? I have a brother-in-law that is. Ex- I love him, but he is exactly what you just said. He's letting everybody else go vote, and he's got excuses like my mother didn't vote. So what? Mm. Your mama didn't vote. You should be the example. But what did I have to do? I have to try to get all of his kinfolk, his nephews, and everybody else on Facebook that's related to him to go vote because they're not being a leader. Hmm. So whatever we do get put into play, they riding off of our coattails. They riding off of those of us that are on Facebook, social media, and everywhere else trying to get people to vote. I've made so many enemies. That you can't even, I can't even begin to explain to you how many enemies I've made from being on Facebook trying to get people to vote. But like I said, mm. I've already signed up to get rid of the governor, so he's next. I'm coming after you, Abbott. Go get him. Go get Hello. him. Speaking of a beautiful segue, uh, you know, let's get into the second topic. Donald's a friend of mine. I just think he, just think he says it wrong. I think if he can reword some of the things he says and put it in business form, it'll really make sense. But Donald's like a straight-up guy. Like, if he sees your shirt tucked out, he won't put this out. Mike Tyson endorsed me. I love it. He sent out a tweet. Mike, Iron Mike. You know, all the tough guys endorsed me. I like that. Looks up to you, looks up to Ralph Lauren, looks up to American industry guys. Non-political, no bull****. Put the beep on it, however you want to do it, five, five seconds delay, and just goes in and gets it done. Right now, anything about Donald Trump being racist until he ran for president and won. Before then, everybody was like, oh, He's on sure. WWE, he on with different shows. Everybody they, they like Donald Trump. As soon as he ran for president, because people don't like the truth. America great again, baby. Donald Trump. If he get in the office, mm-hmm. a lot of shit is gonna change and it's gonna be better for me. No disrespect to nobody out there, mm-hmm. but Oh, good. Now I can see it. Let's so you make have America make... great again. All right. You got it right there? You got it? <laughs> I got it. Well, I'll tell you, the, the greatest thing about America is that we all have our opinions and our thoughts. Nobody is totally correct in everything that they do. I have access to the president, and any time I have access to the president, and he will listen to my thoughts, that's all I can ask of him. You know, Donald Trump is what Americans love. Donald Trump is what Americans aspire to be rich, powerful, do what you want to do, say what you want to say, be how you want to be. Okay, so now, uh, 
black celebrities, okay? Now, let me name some names of some of the people you heard from through that, through that little breakdown. You heard from Shaquille O'Neal. You heard Ice Cube. You heard from Dennis Rodman. Mike Tyson was referenced. You heard from Floyd Mayweather Jr. You know, you heard from Stacey Dash. Oh, well, how important she is. You know, I think the biggest disappointment for me was Jim Brown. Uh, talking about the president. Jim Brown, the man who stood next to Muhammad Ali during the 60s and fought for all the things that were being done to our people to suppress us, not only our right to vote, but our right just to live. And for him to sit there and say this stuff is crazy. Now, you know, Dennis Rodman, now someone can say, well, we can understand Mike Tyson. You know, Mike Tyson, Trump is, you know, Trump Plaza back in the 80s and 90s, you know, that's where all the boxing took place. You know, there's a friendship there. Uh, Herschel Walker, just to name a few, these are some of the black celebrities. I'm hearing that Chance the Rapper. Now, I heard that this morning. I don't know how true it is. I couldn't find anything on it. But I heard Chance the Rapper is supporting this guy, Little Wayne. You know, who gives a damn about people like this? These folks are supporting the president. Now, people can say, well, why are you bringing them up, Jay? I'm bringing them up because I want y'all to know the folks who y'all run around and you guys hold in such high regards and you revere so much. Here's some of the folks that are supporting your boy who don't like you. Vanessa, you said something last week about Ice Cube. And it was interesting because I saw a clip of Ice Cube talking to uh, Roland Martin. And when he couldn't articulate exactly what his foundation stood for and how they were working in association with the Trump campaign, I was like, uh, bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Because that tells me right then and there, you have no idea what the hell you're talking about. You're just doing this to get publicity, which for me, I don't understand because Ice Cube is still relevant. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, look, I can see maybe Stacey Dash, because, you know, what did she, what has she done? Dennis Robin is just kind of whatever. But, Vanessa, when you think about these people that's, that are, you know, in some cases icons in our communities, supporting this man who, this, the man that said that the Central Park Five, after they were found innocent, still should be killed. The man whose daddy denied black people from living, had to go to court in order for black people to live in his buildings. I mean, what say you in regards to these Uncle Tom Negroes? <laughs> I know that was a lot. I had to get it off my Woo! damn chest. And I like Shaq. Woo! You know, maybe that clip from Shaq is old. I, I, I'm, I'm shocked. But what's we'll I know, Jay. Jay. <laughs> I'm laughing because I know Les knows what I'm thinking. <laughs> he knows what's coming out of my Michelle mouth. Michelle is asleep. I don't know where he is. I'm here, man. You know, I'm, I'm here. Well, okay. Here. I mean, y'all been listening to Les. Okay, so you know okay. what? I don't have, okay, let me regroup. None of these rappers, singers, you ain't seen nobody rich, black, come on and support Trump. Not one black person that's rich. But you do have rich black people like Samuel L. Jackson, who's on The View telling people, don't listen to the rappers. So, I don't think Trump... They can't even explain what the platinum program is. Okay? They don't know what that is. Trump ain't read that. Trump is using them, and I posted this on my Facebook page. 
Trump is using them as a photo op to say, see, I got some black people on my side. And these stupid young black children are listening to it. They're playing into it. They don't realize, and I'm going to say this again and again and again, the Supreme Court justice that he just put on there, who is going to vote out being able to have an abortion, all these rappers and all of these people, black kids that's out there, and these girls are having these babies, they're going to be paying for them. Because guess what? You're not going to be able to have an abortion to get rid of it. Because she's going to vote that out. So I don't give a damn about them rappers. Excuse me, Pastor. I can care less about them. They don't do nothing for me. They don't pay no bills for me. They don't pay no bills for nobody I know. So why are you listening to those people? Why? Trump has told you when people show you who they are, the first time you better believe them. You know, uh, uh, I read an article the other day, and it talked about that all. Don't don't let the fact that you know Donald Trump has a few rappers and people like that uh, supporting him because all it is is a, is a mirage. That, that, that trust me, that, that's that's just that strokes his ego. There are not that many black people who are going to support support Donald Trump. So don't don't let that fool you. Don't, don't let the smooth taste fool you, so to speak. But it is. But when you're talking about a tight election, Mr. Elias, and you're saying that, hey, it could be decided by a few thousand votes, then, you know, if if people who support Shaq said, hey, I want to support Donald Trump, at the end of the day, you know, that could be a few thousand votes. You know, I, first of all, I, I think people like this, making these folks relevant is ridiculous. Because let me tell you something. Charlotte, what's that guy's name? Charlamagne the God, whatever his damn name is. He, oh my God, he he just makes my skin crawl. Every time I think of this guy, it makes my skin crawl. Why people run and put mics in his face, trying to get his opinion on something. You are a damn former drug dealer that's on a radio show. And all of a sudden, you're irrelevant? You're not irrelevant? Charlemagne the God? The, the God? There's only one God and you're not it, sir. I mean, it's just amazing that, you know, this guy says, well, I'm not all, all that impressed with Joe Biden. Who gives a flying flip with you? Who cares? <laughs> but you have to. But you have to, Vanessa, because he, you know, they have one of the most popular radio shows, The Breakfast Club. People listen to these fools. Yeah. And that fool, I'm not going to talk about the other two because I don't know what they do. But he's an idiot to me. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Mr. Elias. When you have people that are prominent in our community backing this fool, give some solidity. You know, the, the thing that's so, that hurts me so bad, like I said at the top, Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Come on, man. Jim Brown. I, I tell, I tell us every week to vote, to vote our own interests. I mean, you know, for them, this is their interest, man. It's money. It's not about black folks no more. It's not about black folks. It's not about helping your community. But look anymore. at Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban's white. Okay. He's not voting for that clown. There's I, too many I, rich I, white people saying to hell with him. I get it. I get it. But they're voting. What these, what these, what these people are doing? Just they're like voting. Said, Jay, no black people. Yeah, no black people have stood up rich and said they were going to support him. Not 
no, no, but, not businessmen, not stupid rappers, but, not one businessman. What you have to do is support them and return. That's what I, that's that. I mean, there's a price to pay for anything. With everything that Shaquille O'Neal owns or whatever he, he's into, you don't have to support it. You don't have to buy anything that he that he that he's into. Stop buying his product. I guess he is asked to change his mind. Because it's all about money with these people, man. They don't care. Now, hold on, man. Furnace the shack. In furnace. I don't care. Let me say this real quick. Let me say this real quick, and I'm going to let you finish. Donald Trump. Let me say this real quick, Mr. Elias. Mr. Elias, let me say this real, real quick. I'm going to let you have it back, I promise. I don't know. I couldn't find, you know, that clip of Shaq, you could tell it was an older clip. I don't know if he still supports him or not, but the fact that it came out of his lips at some point in time is what gets me. So I like Shaq. I, I hope that Shaq has, you know, turned over a new leaf. Go ahead and finish your thoughts, sir. I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, just for him to sit there and say that before that when people wouldn't stand Donald Trump was racist, I bet I bet the Central Park Five was saying he was racist. I bet back in the seventies when they people wouldn't allow him that he could move, that people could move, that people of color could move into his building. I bet they were saying he was racist. Come on, don't sit there and act like he wasn't being called racist. Come on, are you kidding me? This man took out a four-page ad in the New York, uh, New York Times to say that the Central Park Five should die, even though they've been proven innocent. He still has yet to apologize to these young men. Really? He's not racist. And then he sits there and talks about it's very fine. He 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 is yet to say anything about the Klan. But you say something about Black Lives Matter. Hell, they they're 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 a violent group. They're this, they're this, they're this, they're that. What does he say about the Klan? They're very fine people. So don't sit there and hand me that crap. On both stop, sides. Stop, on both sides. Yeah, both on both sides. Come on, stop, Shaq. Come on, man. Y'all need y'all come on back home, man. Come on back home. Like Michael Jackson had to finally realize when he had to come on back home. Y'all niggas, come on back home. Come on back. Because you, you, you're doing nothing but hurting hurting your own people. Like who? Well, who had to come back home? Michael Jackson had to come back home when he had to come back home after, after the Sony exec kicked him in his ass. He came right back to Gary, Indiana. Came right back. Wow. Never been back to Gary, Indiana since, but he came back. He came back when he was kicking him in his ass. He came right on back. Because he had to start <laughs> his people. Come on, stop. Oh, man. Wow, three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. I'm just baffled uh, at uh, our black folks and the fact hey, that... Let me say uh, something. Go ahead, Vanessa. You know what, Jay? What? Liz, this is what really... I'm so tired, y'all. I'm so tired of posting. I'm so tired of getting the text messages from all the different political campaigns, Harris and Biden, and even that black guy who's running against um, ooh, Jamie or something like that is his name. Jamie Harris. Jamie Harris. Because, because I donated some money to him, and now I'm getting all kind of posts from his people. You know, I, I, I don't think that people know how hard it is for us to get on this show every Sunday and try to bring them the best information possible. The kind of research that we have to do or try to do before we put it on the air or before we post it. To have Facebook people watching everything that we do and tag us and send me side messages. And I don't think that people realize. But we don't do me, you, Jay, 
Jerome, JD, Miss Catherine, we don't do this for us. We do this so the listeners will know what is going on because they don't have time to research and do. Who I do feel sorry for is those Trump people who are listening to Trump and not doing any research. I do. I do. I don't. And I do because they're not going to really suffer the consequences, but their children's children will. And children can't help it because they got stupid parents. So when their time come up and they look back at the history, I mean, y'all, I am just, I'm so tired. I'm so tired for posting and looking up information before I speak it and doing all this. I'm so tired. I just cannot wait for Tuesday night to get here. And if we turn to Harris County, we can turn Texas Blue Jake. You're going to be able to hear me all the way to your side of town because I'm going to stand in the middle of the street and scream at the top of my lungs because I know that I had a lot to do with that. Absolutely, absolutely. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Speaking of election night, uh, this Tuesday we will be on air live eight o'clock central, nine eight nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and. Uh, Six o'clock on the West Coast. We'll be live uh, here watching the results with you. Um, it's no holds bar. The edit will be off. People can say what they want to say, with the exception of a few. You know, they have curse words and they have like the major curse words. Mr. Elliott has no major curse words for you, okay? The regular ones, but people can say what's on their mind. Come in on Tuesday night. So, yeah, you, can you give me a little bit of 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 a little bit in the background, uh, that means that the smartest man in the world is in the house. Glad that he's here. Hey. Mr. Jerome is freezing the house, man. Jerome, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm laughing at the first first. I might have to get one with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe, maybe digital and will Vanessa post them is what I won't know. <laughs> So the curse zone is uh, definitely open on Tuesday night because we don't know what we're going to see. All right, Jerome, man, let's get your opinion on this thing real quick, man. You know, we're talking about black celebrities and the fact that you have these people, even though I think it's just, you know, it's a facade. People don't realize these folks don't represent the black, don't represent us. But at the end of the day, they do have some influence. And some of these people have appeared in the most 100 influential people, not only as far as the general list, but higher on the black list. So, you know, to sit here and say that they don't have a voice and that they can't move things would be disingenuous. So my question to you is, why are they doing this? And why can't they see after four years of this idiot that they're supporting a racist, a bigot, an adulterer, a thief, a liar? I mean, take your pick. Any derogatory term, just throw it out there, and you can look it up in a dictionary. You'll see a picture of Donald Trump, you know, with his two thumbs up. Why do these people continue to support this man, and they look like you and me? You know, I was just having this um, this conversation. Shout out to Brother Sean in Syracuse, uh, from Syracuse, that I, I was talking to him uh, earlier, and we were having the same conversation that. Um, and I was explaining to him about Ice Cube, and I've been asked about Ice Cube, and I heard you bring up Charlemagne the God kind of stuff. And um, I think that 
I'm not mad at them for doing that. But they're wrong for being a part of a system that is oppressing everybody else, right? So mm-hmm. we use celebrities to oppress black people. But again, I know I use Jerry Seinfeld way too much, but Jerry Seinfeld does not come out with statements about how to treat the Jewish community. Or, or um, most politicians don't even do that. They have their organizations that do, that does that. But what happens with colonizers or people who oppress is that they need to find the biggest black person that they can find and then get them on the record. It was kind of like what happened during Rodney King, where you know Maxine Waters wouldn't come out, Jesse Jackson wouldn't say anything, and so they pressured Rodney King to make that famous statement, "Can we all get along?" Because they couldn't get no black people to say, "Y'all need to stop rioting." Right. So when you look at Shaq, he has, I don't know how many businesses and business deals. You look at Ice Cube, you look at Charlemagne, who's on the radio, who has his book deal, that kind of stuff. Those guys are, are, um, are in a system now. And I'm not, uh, and I'm not saying that um, we should demonize them or hate them for being in that system, but they need to know when they're getting used by that system against black people. And all they're doing is that they are making themselves pizza. targets. What'd you say, Vanessa? <laughs> Vanessa I'm not ordering any more Shaq pizzas, and that's what I've been ordering, and I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> See, and that's my that's my point, because black folks, you, you have to realize that once you lose your relationship with your own people, now you mm-hmm. have to on those people. You know? And, and, they, and they won't do that for you. That's and they the won't. They won't. We need to get smarter, and we need to be smarter than this. Right, for since the beginning of time, white folks try to kill whatever black messiah comes out of black community. Right, so Mm -hmm. what effectively happens that when Ice Cube did that, and it was an honest gesture, I believe, to do that, for him to be used by the Trump people made Ice Cube um, made the community distrust him, and he couldn't see it. Because now he's on the defensive about he could do what he wants to and forget them if y'all don't understand. Now he's fighting against his own people who he said he was trying to help. That's why we need elders. That's why you should listen to your elders, right? Because somebody should have said to him, that's, not, that's a bad move, don't do that. Somebody should have said that, somebody who he listened to. And again, I'm not mad at him. I think it was, a, it was an honest try by him, but, but he doesn't understand politics. So why would you dive into politics when you don't understand it? Why would anybody listen to Charlemagne about anything to do with politics? Like, and, and I said that before. If I was doing a candidate's campaign, I wouldn't let them go on a breakfast club. Are you crazy? Right? The, the reason that white folks feel like, in particular, that they can go on stuff like the breakfast club, breakfast club is because Obama went on there and handled them. Right? You can't be black people. Like, you just can't do that. We're bilingual going on there, we have like um, idiosyncrasies that even the most articulate um, educated black person cannot explain to you. They can't get you over how easy it is to make a mistake in black people and have black people never forgive you. So you got white folks raping unconscious women and they're like, he made a mistake. (laughs) Black people could say the wrong thing and never live it down. They can say the wrong thing and never live it down. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, Shaq and those guys, again, you know, I would never listen to Shaq for anything unless unless <laughs> I needed some of that icy hot. 
but that's probably about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's uh-uh, I need heart. a free carnival cruise. Uh-uh, free carnival cruise. <laughs> okay, but, like Jerome, that. I got a question. I got yes. a question for you, Jerome. So yes. if the Papa John's owner, the man, mm-hmm. whoever he is, Papa mm-hmm. John's owner was calling people a nigger. You're right. And so... So they got... Yeah, so they got him out. So I stopped ordering pizza then. And then when Shaq... They made him the face that he bought in two Papa John's. They're trying to bring the black people back in. But now that he, I still need a post. I need somebody to give me a post so I can put it on my page and make it public. Shaq uh, is now backing Trump. What black people need to be ordering from Papa John's helping them to make money. And the only reason, y'all know the reason why I back Home Depot, but other than that, why would people be ordering pizzas to help Trumpsters? Everybody's why not would Shaq support Trump if, if the man he's replacing was calling black people a nigga? I don't get it. Yeah, everybody is not as conscious as you, for one, right? But you need to post that because people need to stop ordering pizza from them, right? Because what Shaq did was political, right? He needs to either stay out of political stuff or jump in it. But once he does that, then we need to use our voice and use our dollars to say, you know what? We are now going to Pizza Hut. We are now going to whomever, you know, Godfathers or whomever, right? We need to, you, we need to talk with our dollars and people stop making those mistakes. Because, again, that's a mistake. Shaq don't, I don't think Shaq knows any better. I don't think he was a political science major. Shaq is playing. I don't know if you ever watch him on TV, TNT, and Shaq and the Fool and stuff. Shaq is playing around, but he's a business person. It's like listening to Puffy. I don't know why anybody would ever listen to that dude when they talk about politics. Right? <laughs> but with Charlemagne saying um, something stupid like, I'm not voting for Joe Biden, I'm a voting for Kamala. I have to say to him, that's why she's on a ticket, idiot. For people who are low information thinkers, <laughs> gave you. And, and, and my my bad, I didn't mean to disrespect him and say idiot. I no, yeah, no, 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 yeah, disrespect his ass, disrespect him. No, he's an no. idiot. That's your idiot. That's okay. He's being an idiot. I'm not saying that he's an idiot. He's being an idiot. No, he's an right? idiot. I said it. He's a freaking <laughs> idiot. He's a clown. <laughs> because. If you are a low-information voter and you're reacting like uh, a low-information person, I shouldn't even say voter, you're acting like a low-information person and you're reacting like people um, who manipulate people are predicting that you act, of course you only see Kamala as a black person, so you're voting for them because they're black. But Trump is not comparable to Joe Biden. That's the point that people who are thinking are making, right? We're saying, look, one dude is trying to kill you, and the other guy may not help you. So do you stop the guy from killing you? Or you're saying they're both the same? Mm-hmm. But hmm. you cannot keep right. doing this. We cannot keep doing, really? going along with the same um, frame of reference, the same way of thinking. Like when people hmm. bring up the crime bill, it's like, well, did he not roll with Obama for about eight years? Did he not help him get in the office? Did he not remember that? You're going back to something that you probably wasn't even born during the time you weren't even born to make judgments on somebody and say, hey, people don't change their, their change their, um, you know, lepers are not changing their bites yeah. or whatever. But yeah. what, they're, what they're forgetting is that in real time, 
you have a, the, the guy who is in there who wants to kill you. You got a first lady who is a hooker, and you can make yep. judgments about you everybody better else. You better say it. You better say it. Right? <laughs> but, but that's fundamentally in front of you. What'd you say? We have a hooker in there now, and we're trying to put in a school teacher. That's right. a big difference, don't you think? Right, but I'm saying to make things just that simplistic to people like like Puffy and Charlemagne, and you know, I understand 50 Cent doing that. He might have did that to for Twitter. Everybody's emotional, so he may have done something just to rattle people up. Some people play too much. I can't really get mad at them for playing too much. I just have to not take them seriously. I, I have yeah. to not and waste I'm, time on them. And yeah. then. And then, and, yeah. then, and then you got people that are, that are inciting violence, like his punk-ass son, Junior. Like, he told them, you know, we got the Biden bus coming through Texas. Why don't we send a Trump train? Did you see what happened in yep. Austin, Texas? Yes, yeah. I did. Right, let, let, let me jump in. Let me jump in. Woo, we are way, way over. i tell you what we're going to do. We're going to push back the Walter uh, Wallace story. Uh, let's take a break here real quick, and then we'll come back and we'll finish up with this. And we'll, we'll talk about Walter Wallace, uh, that the shooting. We'll, we'll definitely get into that. But 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 this is this is the show before the election. So obviously, you know, we definitely. I think it's important for us to make sure that we reach out to everybody who may be on the fence. So I tell you what we're going to do, folks. We're going to step out, take a break. We're going to continue this conversation because I think it's important, Mr. Elias. I'm glad you brought up that situation with the bus. I saw that on TV. It looked like something that was in the '60s. Freedom Riders on the mm-hmm. bus, and here are all these pickups. It was it was a disturbing sight to see. So we're going to step out, take a break. Uh, we'll be right back, uh, and we'll finish up because it's the Sunday before the election, and I think we really and truly need to focus our attention there. And uh, we're definitely going to have a conversation about uh, Walter uh, Wallace uh, next week. So let's step out, take a quick break, and uh, let's keep this conversation going because I think it's important. You're listening to The Serious Side right here on the TGRS Radio Network, online radio at its best. We'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. The Serious Side continues after a short break. What if your doctor told you that the pain you had in your stomach was just a typical common cramp and that it would go away in a few weeks? But what he knew and didn't tell you was it was actually cancer. Cancer that if left untreated would continue to spread. Why would your doctor lie to you? I wanted to always play it down. I still like playing it down. We have it very much under control. It will go away. Just stay calm. And I think the numbers are going to get progressively better as we go along. What benefit is there in not telling you the truth? Because I don't want to create a panic. This is America. We don't panic. We fight. President Trump doesn't think you're tough enough or smart enough to fight this disease. So he lied. We're in great shape. And the only cure for a lie is the truth. The Lincoln Project is responsible for the content of this advertising. Chevrolet, located at uh, 5719 Broadway Street in Parallel, Texas. Nolita Johnson, the Car Connect, a.k.a. she can get you a deal, folks. If you're looking to buy a new Chevy, get out there and buy one. 
don't let the COVID stop you from doing it. You can get Camaros, you can get Suburbans, you can get all types of Chevrolets. You can reach her at 832-991-0220. Once again, that's 832-991-0220. Go check her out. And remember, you have to make sure that you buy cars through her direct. Don't go to the website because if you go to the website, she will not get credit for it. Check her out. Buy a car from her today. Bayway Chevrolet. That's uh, 5719 Broadway Street in Pearland, Texas. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the serious side of the J. Rouse Show. You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network. And it said something about the night. Something about the night.
really love him, get loud up in here. Come on, let me hear you get loud up in here. Let me hear you have some church up in here. You know, I can do it, but I got to go quickly. We don't have time. They want me to be politically correct. Oh, yes, let's discuss it. Let's talk about it over the next 10 years. No, no, no. No, we saved your, you, we saved suburbia in the U.S. I got rid of a regulation that was a disaster. 
and it was very unfair, and you've been reading about it for a long time. It's been going on for a long time. It became much worse under Obama and Biden. Okay? And I think we're going to see that the women really like Trump a lot. That's happened last time, remember? Remember last four years ago? Four years ago, they said, women will never vote for him. I said, why am I so bad? They said, the women will never vote. Then I got 52%. They said, what the hell happened with the women? Except this time, see, this is much easier. You damn well better vote for me, Pennsylvania. You better vote for me. If you're taking notes, we revived our economy, we rebuilt our military, we stood for law and order, liberties and life. And none of that would have been possible without the strong and consistent support of North Carolina's Republicans in Congress. So right after you reelect President Donald Trump, you send Senator Tom Tillis back to the Senate. We need you to send Congressman Greg Murphy to a new Republican majority on Capitol Hill and retire Nancy Pelosi once and for all. Welcome back in three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. You listen to the serious side of the J. Rouse Show, which happens every Sunday morning, right here on the TJRS Radio Network, online radio. And it's best if you just tuned in. We've talked about those topics, and we're going to continue to talk about another topic. But before that, during the break, we heard from the Reverend Rance Allen, who passed away uh, a few days ago, I think. And uh, man, I tell you, yeah. when he was of the Rance Alley Group, I mean, God. You know, something about the name of Jesus. Woo! On a Sunday morning. Let me introduce you to my colleagues. First up, she's uh, my big sis, and she listens to uh, and watches MSNBC, CNN, and hang out with Trump people because you don't have to. Let's say good morning to Vanessa Maybell. Good morning, Vanessa. Good morning to all my brothers on the panel that I love so dearly and look so far to talking to y'all or with y'all on Sunday morning. Good morning, everybody. Happy hey, First Sunday. Happy Communion Sunday. That's right. Happy Communion Sunday. I wonder how they're going to do that in church. <laughs> Interesting. All right. The smartest man in the world, Mr. Jerome, is freezing the house. Good morning, Jerome. How you doing? Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. You know, I'm glad you said that about him passing away um, because I was going to say, you know, after a cursing show, I really like to hear a little gospel, but I can't really crack that joke now <laughs> because I respect him passing. <laughs> I get why you just played that. Okay. The clip was just, <laughs> the timing almost threw me. <laughs> uh, let him use you. <laughs> hey, there you go. Oh, man. <laughs> the man who gets the first and last word here on the serious side, the one and only Mr. L to the E to the S. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, sir. Good morning, Jerome. Thank hey, you for morning. being here, my brother. It's a blessing to talk to you. Uh, Hawk, we miss you, my brother. Vanessa, mwah. Kathleen, mwah, and Marianne Music, mwah. and of course, you know, Marianne Music, that is uh, Rance Allen, something about the name Jesus. I know you knew that, but for those that didn't know, that's, that's the name of the song. Thank you so much, Mr. Elias. Can we say hello to some people in the chat room, if you don't mind? Oh, we just got Covina man in there, man. And he, Covina, what's he, going he, on, uh, man? Go on. I know you already voted, brother. What's happening to you? Glad right? that you're in the house. And, and also, man, for those who don't think easy is racist, we get the, the, the story about uh, the gentleman that walked to the polls. Easy yeah. said he should have called the Uber. For all of you who don't think that easy is a racist, he's a, he's a racist. Wow. I'm telling you. 
Some that serious, that's some that serious, and that blocked it. And 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 you gonna say you should have called an Uber? You waste his ass. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> wow, that that's uh, that that's sad. I mean, that's really sad. Uh, all right, let me say what's up to the pastor, Mariana Music's in the house. Uh, also, uh, unfortunately, guys, I did not pull any comments down. Um, so we won't hear from you today. Sorry, 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 sorry. But, uh, you know, we love you and you know what we do every Sunday. So I didn't get a chance to do it. I apologize. Uh, once again, I wish there were cameras going on behind the scenes. You would see a mad just scramble. That's <laughs> all the stuff we do. We're doing the show. So, uh, we apologize for that. So, um, obviously we're going to continue this conversation and we'll go straight into, uh, uh, into, uh, <clears throat> Jerome's segment. And, uh, but let's continue in this conversation, cause I think it's important, and you know, and, and Jerome, you know, I was a little shocked when Jerome said, um, Vanessa, where he said that he is not upset at these guys. For I told you the same thing. I, I, I'm a little shocked by that, and, and and so, okay, so we know Jerome and Mr. Elias, they're not shocked, but Vanessa. How about you? Aren't you? Well, you know, when we sit here and stick a mic in front of this guy, Charlemagne the God, for example, whatever his freaking name is, you know, the bottom line is is that it gives it makes these people feel important. Why are we concerned about a damn drug dealer, a former drug dealer, what he thinks? You know, well, you know, uh, uh, Joe Biden's not black enough for our people. Oh, yeah, were you thinking about that when you were selling them drugs? You didn't give a damn about them then because you was lining your pockets. But now all of a sudden you got a platform that you've changed your ways, and God bless you, you, ch- you turn your life around. But don't, don't, don't have this mighty than our thou type of attitude when your ass was contributing to the suppression and the destruction of the blacks, black race as well. Little Wayne, who gives a damn about Little Wayne? <laughs> it was like a freaking chalkboard that, that the teacher forgot to freaking erase. I mean, this is amazing to me. Don't buy the music. It's That's amazing. All you got to do is stop supporting these people and don't buy the music on listen to their shows. But Showing the power that you have. Oh, my God. That's what it. is wrong with these folks? I mean, so, so wait, you know and what, here's guys? the part that really got me, Vanessa, and I want to get your comments on it. This is the part that really got me with what, what Jerome said, because I, I hear what he's saying. But this is the part where he said when he talked about Shaq and some of these other folks. You don't have to be the smartest businessman in the world to understand that this guy is a freaking racist that he don't like you, that he don't even like his own damn people. Reports are, well, thank goodness for the COVID virus. Now I don't have to shake hands with these disgusting people. Who is he talking about? Because he's not damn sure not talking about us because we're not going. I mean, so are you upset at these celebrities, Vanessa? (laughs) What'd you say, Vanessa? Woo! No, when you said we're not going yet, you 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 do have some idiots that are going. Um, but we're looking right now at him and and um in Michigan, and it's snowing. If people got on t-shirts, you know what they are so stupid. Well, I'm saying uh, none people. of us on this show would damn sure wouldn't be caught dead at a damn uh, Trump rally. So I'm so, saying so who's he talking? Y'all. He's talking about those idiots that are standing in the snow watching them right now. But are yeah, you upset? That's what we are looking at. I, I see that. I see are you that. upset, Vanessa, you know at the fact? That you have these black folks yeah. who are supposed to be of sound mind and judgment, who suppo- who has influence in our community. Are you upset at these people for supporting this man, especially Jim Brown? I am so disappointed by that. I don't know what to do with myself. What say you, Vanessa? You know what? I don't care who they are. I don't know who Charlemagne is because I don't listen to – I don't know who that is. 
Bobby's trying to tell me Good who it is. Good for you. Like, you know, Consider yourself blessed. Like, can't do that anymore, so I, I, I don't know who that is. I don't care who's out there, what position they're in. I don't understand it. I love you, Jerome, but I don't understand it. I don't understand how you can be black and support somebody who calls you a nigga behind closed doors like it ain't nothing. Who is Vanessa, can you say the N-word and say that word no, for Tuesday? I'm not going to say the N-word. No, my gosh, you just told me to go to hell. <laughs> you know, you, you know Vanessa, you know in Michigan... Vanessa, you know that there's a city. I forget where it is. I think it's in Michigan. You know, if you use that word, you can be arrested. Well, they need to make it in Texas. Yeah, you're right, because <laughs> you're just, do just doing what you want to do today. Go ahead, Vanessa. We can't stop you. Miss Elliott, okay. you're supposed to be controlling this. Go I, ahead, Vanessa. No, I'll, I'll be nice. <laughs> I agree with no, my Now, go ahead. I agree with my okay. son. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he calls her. I'm not saying it because I don't believe in me saying it. I'm telling you what he said. There's a difference, Jay. And that is what Bob Woodard yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. said that he calls us behind closed doors. And you know what? He's showing it to us to our face by taking our vote and the vote of suppression. He is showing it to us. He tells those white women, I take care of you suburban white women. I've saved your neighborhood. Do y'all know what he's talking about? Because he has put into a rule where HOAs don't have to allow black people to live in certain neighborhoods. They don't matter how rich you are. Ice Cube and the rest of them, the little black ones, none of them can't go live in those neighborhoods because he had it where the HOAs can say you can't live in those neighborhoods. So while these stupid black people are supporting him, he's screwing them by doing little bitty things that they're going to find out about later. But it's just for, you know, so I know, Jerome, I know, I don't know. I don't trust, I don't support what Jerome is saying. I understand. I don't understand that. I don't care how rich you are. You can't put morals over money. You, you have got to put morals over money. You have got to put morals for your people over money. And Trump ain't going to give them any. Because can't not one of them tell me what the platinum plan is. Not one of them. What the hell is the platinum plan? They haven't put it out there for us to read it. So Vanessa, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But that's Vanessa, the way I feel. Vanessa, you know and I agree. I am with annoyed at the black people on my page side messaging me as to why they're not voting for Biden for something he did 20 years ago. You wasn't even born 20 years ago. <laughs> you, know, you know I agree with you, Vanessa. I just want to put that out there for the record. Ooh, I agree so with upset. you. And, and wait a minute, didn't I tell you two weeks ago that that Biden's people were driving around Baytown with flags and cars? And well, guess what? Trump people, Trump people. And guess what? They're doing it around the main freeway today, the 610 loop. They're doing the same thing. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of you stupid black people 
thinking that Trump gives a damn about you because guess what? He don't care about you and he don't care about the stupid Hispanics in Florida that's voting for him either. Hallelujah. You know, let, let me, I'm glad you brought that up. Let, let me, I want us to talk a little bit about the image of a bus riding down the interstate. And you have all these pickup trucks with Trump flags on the back of them harassing them. When I saw that, I almost jumped in my car with my pistol and said, you know what? It's time to get busy. I almost did. I'm going to be honest with you. I almost got in my vehicle and said, you know what? I'm going to have to miss the show today because I have more pressing business to do. This is why I think Tuesday night is not going to be a good night. Wednesday is not going to be good. Because we're, we're planning on point. not even going to sleep. Me and Bobby and I already said we're not even going to sleep. We're gonna be up all night looking at this. All night. Mm. Yeah. Jerome, man. I mean, it, it takes me back to the '60s, brother. Seeing stuff like this. And for these people, who are supposed to be educated folks. They know better. What they're doing is they don't understand what type of symbolism that has for African Americans. People who went through the 60s. They're harassing a bus. Now, what if somebody in that bus felt threatened? Because we're in the state of Texas. Pull out their weapon and start commencing to blowing people, off, blowing people away. All those black people, they start shot those white people. Wait a minute. Anybody in their right mind would be nervous. You got a bus full of people running around. I mean, a, a, a trucks full of people trying to run folks off the road. Are you serious? Wow. Yep. Yep. That's what they did. And then, and then they the, the white car that was following the bus was a uh, was was uh, Biden's people, and they hit they hit his car. This is this is how this is how dumb this is how dirty and dumb they are, man. But yet still, you know, Don Jr. told him, "Hey, look, let's go send the Trump train out and greet the Biden bus." This is what this is what they do. They incite riots. But we the black folks, when we when we come in and we we rally, we own protest. And do everything, and, and and if something like that happened, they would they would that would be national news talking about how violent black folks are. But they say I, I I've seen I haven't seen I didn't see that on on the news yet, on the mainstream news yet. I seen it on MSNBC, but I didn't see it on the mainstream news yet. Cause they don't do that. Cause what they'll do is protect the white folks, man. These 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 clown ass white folks that they do can protect. And you're going to sit there and, and, and tell me that's, that's cool for you to harass somebody? To harass a bus? Really? Because if it was me, I'm sorry. I'd got, I, I'm like you. I'd, I'd, I'd have went to work. I'd just start shooting at him because I, I feared for my life. I feared for my life. You were not escort me. Hell, you hit, you, hit the, you hit the car that was following them that was full of his people. This is crazy to me. This is insane. So, Jerome... Do you see, man, why I'm thinking, why, why can't we be more upset because of ignorant black folks like the ones we named earlier? Yeah, you know, I, again, I don't disagree. I don't d- disagree with Vanessa. Um, my thought about all of this is, okay, two things. The race is going to be over by about 930. So you know, everybody prepared themselves for something. I'm like, if Trump loses Texas or Florida, your night is done. You can just go to bed. Technically, he's done. So I think that this is going to be one of the biggest blowouts in probably political history. And, again, you know, I know I've said this for, 
I don't know, for maybe a year, but these freaking geniuses now are saying, I I didn't realize, you know, the Ted Cruz's of the world are saying, I think it's going to be a bloodbath. Well, technically, it was going to be a bloodbath starting a year and a half ago when Biden jumped into the race. Should have saw this coming. The, The problem is, is that the Trump people are starting to wild out. And not till you change administrations will they start sending them fools to jail. Because, again, like LES said, you could be a protester. I mean, protesting. And they bring out police and riot gear for protesting, but they won't do it for armed white folks driving down the street trying to run a mm-hmm. off the road. That, tell, that just tells us something. It tells us where we live, right? So, you know, everybody is going to, you know, load up and make sure that they can well, protect themselves. But this is white folks' game. Those cowards won't even come outside. Don't believe that there's going to be any kind of race war. Think about, think about how this usually works. White folks will, that, their whole little mob mentality goes, if there's a thousand of them and only ten of you, but you catch them fools by themselves, they ain't done mm-hmm. So I, it's not that I don't worry about it, but I am telling you that it'll die down when you send their numbers out. So send two of them fools to jail, and they'll be yelling white about why they should be out. What? Go ahead, Vanessa. They they have not said Jerome that if he loses, Texas, Florida, because they are saying that there is that possibility for Texas because Texas has always been blue or uh, red, and they know that the Cubans and the Hispanics are voting in Florida. And they also know because it's voter suppression with Miami-Dade sitting there with 7,000 ballots in the back of the post office and nobody's shipping them. So, but but when I looked at it yesterday and the last two days, if he gets like Philadelphia, I think Ohio is in play. They said no president, period, has ever won the election if they did not have Ohio. So I don't. They did not say when they showed the different ways that if Biden could win it or whatever. They didn't. They didn't have Texas and Florida. I'm just saying they didn't have Texas and Florida in play with that because yeah, they those so, are already Republican states. They're looking and hoping that he gets Philadelphia, Ohio, Wisconsin. If he pulls those, he's gonna win it. He can lose Texas and Florida. They all, all Democrats no, no, no. lose Texas. No, 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 he can. He can lose them. I'm saying that mm-hmm. if he wins either if one of them, his night, the night's over. See, the night's over for Trump. The night's over for Trump. And I think it's okay, going to be Okay, you didn't say that. You just said the night's over for y'all is what no, you said. No, no. So I thought you no, were talking no. about <laughs> us. I was like. No, no, no. It's over for Trump. If Trump wins both okay, of them, that doesn't. Biden still can win pretty easy with That's losing right. Texas. Florida, but, but if wins one of those, yeah. But okay, so here's here's the thing that they're not saying, Vanessa, and, and generally, you know, um, just doing general analysis on on how this stuff works, I can tell you this: the problem with Florida is not the Cuban folks or the black folks; it is the fact that the seniors are polling for Biden, mm-hmm. Trump, so he lost his base. So I don't give I don't give a damn how many Cubans vote for Trump. It is not gonna make a doggone bit of difference. He's gonna lose Florida. If he does not get the, the seniors vote, he's done. Well, so, he told the 
you get out of Cuba, you go. their life with COVID. You what? He told the seniors to sacrifice their life for COVID so the young people could get back but, out there. But that, that's why they're not voting for him. See, my point yep. is, is that we're looking. They, they make comparisons in um, political campaigns to every four years, and they keep doing their analysis off that. But they're wrong. They're wrong. If they do their analysis off of what happened last year and the year before, they'll see a trend. And when that trend hits a hits a um, hits a hits a boiling point, there is nothing you can do. Right? It's like looking at Texas. There are more Democrats in Texas than Republicans. Republicans just vote more um, and constantly more than Democrats. And so yes. they get the independents yes. to help them. Right now, the independents aren't swinging towards Trump. So if you only one fourth of the overall voting population and the independents are not helping you, it don't matter if all the Democrats um, vote for Biden. They don't really have to. You're going to get swept. Right? So no matter how you slice this, what they're not telling you is they're not doing analysis. The people on TV are pundits. They're, they're, they're watching other pundits tell, give them insight. You're talking about people who pay folks to do this stuff for a living. There's a reason why there's people who sit back in the woodwork in the wings and do analysis on races. Right? It is the reason why I said a year and a half ago Biden is going to smoke them. And everybody said, nope, look at Buttigieg. Nope, look at Sanders. He's, he got this policy. Look at Elizabeth Warren. Bloomberg got all the money. Where are we? Biden took them all out pretty easily with no money. But well, let me ask you something, man. Anybody let me ask you a real quick question before you – I don't lose my train of thought. I'm sorry to interrupt you. When you said Texas, you know, think President Obama – won all the major metropolitans in Texas during his two elections. So isn't it a situation where it's really the, elect, the electoral vote is what really the reason why they can't win? Because th- th- there's no way, if you win all the metropolitan cities in Texas, dude, you can't win the state. That's way more than the rest of the remainder of Texas because the rest of it is nothing but hills and flatlands. Oh, yeah. No, you can, you can win, but... The, the problem is that you have to they're, – they're sending out their vote in Texas. So he didn't win Texas. Texas is not like a – they don't use like a – what do you call it? Um, the electoral college in Texas. That is a one-person, one-vote kind of situation in Texas. The problem is, is that they're sending out the vote. So if you can get some people not to vote – and you can keep those numbers down. Like Obama said in the speech um, over the last couple of days, he said that um, he got overwhelming amount of black folks vote. But only 30% of black people voted. Imagine if it was 60% of black people that voted. Or 100%. But he still won all the major metropolitan cities in Texas, though. He won Austin, yeah. he won San Antonio, he won Dallas, he won Houston. I mean, that's yeah, Houston is the fourth largest city in the nation. Yes, and you can win those and still lose, yeah. Right, right. Okay, that's what I was saying. So when you said that Republicans voted more, no, they did not. Not in Texas, they didn't. Yeah, because it it doesn't matter. Um, It it, it matters the margin that you win by in those major cities. You need to overcome the areas that are the rural areas where somebody's going to get 90%. So let's just do this numerically. So say you win Houston at 60%, right, of the vote. So let's just say the difference was, I don't know, 
Um, well, six, I won't do that because that's four million people, so that's a lot of people. But let's just say roughly, you got a, a, a four hundred thousand margin in Houston. Well, you go back and look way in you know College Station area of Texas, and say you get all of them to vote for the other guy. That will negate the cities. You know, if you get the rural folks all together at ninety percent to vote for you, it'll negate a city. Right? If your margin's not wide enough. So how you do that, it's like when you run any race, you have to take the concentrated areas and you have to neutralize the margin that you're going to lose by. You know you're going to lose, but if you keep that margin close enough, then those rural areas will actually set off the difference. So just like with all this cheating stuff that they're trying to do, going to the court, going to the Supreme Court, trying to stop people counting ballots, you know, after three days and all that, if yeah, that's what great. I believe this is Biden's going to blow them out so bad that he can actually cheat and get three percent. But if he blows you out, if he blows you out by about five percent, then there's not a, a, a large amount of cheating that you can do. You can't do that much cheating. You may get a percentage point or two percentage points off, but once you get past three and four percentage points, you can't cheat your way through no election. You would dang there have to shake all of the voting booths and change their vote. But cheating on the margin is trying to get, like, you know, in some cases, especially like in Philadelphia or in Pennsylvania, he won by roughly about 44,000 votes, right? So you're thinking, if we can shake 44,000 votes out of, you know, your opponent's side, that's kind of doubling your your numbers. But what, what the, the calculation is, is that 100,000 people and just in the Philadelphia suburbs itself, did not vote during the Clinton, I mean, opted out not voting at all. So if they would have voted, the same people would have voted who voted during Obama, she would have won easily. Right? She would have got an extra 56,000 more votes than he did. But they just opted out not voting. So if you just put everything back in this context to say, if the same people came out during, during Obama, um, came out for hit Clinton, she would have won pretty easily, right? So now you start doing calculations. How do we bring those numbers down? Because if you're looking at the Clinton thing as a measure, and what they're doing is they're taking all of these new voters and saying, like, you know, 30% or whatever percent is just new voters, you don't know how that stuff is going to break on you now. There's more Democrats in this country than Republicans, and the more voters that come out, the natural thought is that there's more Democratic votes out there. So your cheating is going to have to be – you're going to have to increase your cheating by at least 150 percent, and that still may not even help you. That's why Ted Cruz – they would be more confident in there talking about um, we still think we got a chance. You don't hear Ted Cruz and them or Mitch McConnell or Lindsey Graham. I forgot who that was who had a um, – who were running for the Senate in Georgia. That dude won't even yeah. – he canceled their last debate. Purdue. Like, Purdue. Yeah. Purdue. Purdue. Purdue, yeah. And he yeah. but and that dude was like, Nope, I ain't doing it. Because everything is downhill for them. Numerically wow. it's just not there. And like I said, mm. when um they start looking at, you know, MSNBC and all that and Steve Kornacki and oh yeah, he's brilliant. Steve Kornacki's not brilliant. This stuff is not that dark on serious. Those numbers have been staring them in the face, but they keep making it a horse race. 
once you start losing the seniors, that is your base of the Republican Party, and you need all of them to even compete with Democrats in some of these areas. Once you start losing losing your white folks, then technically you really got nothing. So all you got is the fringe Tea Party people, and that's the people now, who are following the Florida too. Yep. I, yeah. I noticed that in Florida that he lost a lot of his seniors because of the mm-hmm. COVID virus, man. I was like, yeah, but I, I still Jerome, I'm I'm fearful. Like I said, I think they're gonna cheat, and I I, I don't trust them, man. That's they, they put the Supreme Court. Justice. I think those Republican judges Trump put in place is gonna step in and start doing some crooked stuff. They can, like they did in Texas. You know, no, Jerome, that one of Trump judges here in Texas. Allowed them to pull 110,000 votes. That was one of Trump's new people. The, mm-hmm. the, the foolery has already started. It's already started. Mm. I know. Right here in Texas. And Governor that's what I'm saying. It's the margin that's important, Vanessa. You pull 110,000 yeah. votes, and I'm beating you the by 500,000. Get rid of this electoral vote. That's the next thing we need to do as a people: is get rid of these electoral votes. Well, get rid of this electoral thing. That's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah get rid of that. There's that. already like, um, I want to say there's 10 states that already voted to move to um, move to a system that just takes a popular vote. So which, which will negate your state voting, right? More states have to, it's like the, um, making an amendment to the Constitution. For that to take effect, you have to have um, two-thirds more than two-thirds of the states vote to do the same thing. Like, there are laws that's out there that um, people have not, the state legislatures haven't amended that won't take effect until, like, three more states amend it. Like, the women's, the women's um, um, what is it, that Women's Act, uh, I forgot, the Equal Rights Amendment for Women. There's an, there's an act that's up there that... Um, like 12 states already amended, but you still need like some more states to jump on board and it'll become law. That's how you amend the Constitution. It doesn't, there's no time limit on it. So usually when those state chambers kick in, then they can amend it. But there's an amendment out there right now to um, make it so that the states adhere to a popular vote. Can you imagine that? Then every state would just go mm-hmm. vote Ooh. and wait all the yeah. states. And they would use the popular vote to determine who the president is. Yeah, that would be that would be on point there, man. Because they would have been out there. Election, they, they, yeah, yep. it's wow. been out there for like more than ten years, and some states have already mm. approved it. They just have to keep wow. it moving. Mm. Yeah, but but that's what I Yo, that's what want... I mean. Like when in our last conversation we were talking about you know Shaq and Charlemagne and Fifty Cent and all those people is that. They don't have enough information to um, to be affecting politics. They're sitting on the edge of it. And sometimes you need somebody to go through and give you some details of what's going on so you can make better decisions. I think that until you get bit, then you realize that you have to go do that. Hmm. Our education system don't okay. even get specific no more. Yeah, that's the, I, I couldn't understand that, man. They got rid of, it's the, I call it the dumbing down of America, man. And I, I mm-hmm. can't understand why they got rid of civics. And I was like, that that was so important with politics. That's why kids, that's why these young people don't know how important it is to vote, man. Because they got rid mm-hmm. of it. And I'm thinking to myself, why would you get rid of it? I now understand why. Because they want you to be dumb. And Trump said it best when he said, I like the uneducated voter. 
And he's right. He does. He loves them because they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, you don't want anybody thinking. Mm. No, that's, that's why Trump true. says, believe me, I've done the best for you than any other president in the world. And then you have white folks out there saying, he's better than any other president that we've ever had. It's like, why would you say that? I don't know. Trump said it. <laughs> yeah, right? That's why people say stuff, just to have you repeat it. Mm. Mm. Well, hey, Jerome, a quick question for you, my brother. Do you feel like doing okay. this during the, uh, your segment or... You got news you want to give us or not? Um, well, I I figured it was um day before election, so we probably should talk about political stuff. But we can I have some news stories if you want them. Um, it's up to you, my brother. I, let me know so I can get get set up for it. Um, well, well, we get no, we're, we can, we're towards we can the end of the show right now. On more politics, if you need, if you know, if we, there's some more things that we need to answer, because I think that's important. Like we said, um, yeah. just before election to talk about some of the things that's going on. Okay. Um, did, did Jay yeah, set out on it? Let's keep going then. Uh, yeah, okay. Jay had to go to he's, he's going to church, man. Okay. So he's, so, he's so and he's I'm on my way to church, but I got a question real quick. Okay. So, Jerome, mm-hmm. my question is to make sure that on Tuesday night, when I'm about to lose it and have a heart attack, that you're on this show Tuesday night. That's my question. It's make sure that you're on this show Tuesday to help me to understand what is going on when I am stressed out and crazy. So you can just say, Vanessa, this is what's going on. That's my question. Are you going to be here Tuesday? I'll be I'll be there Tuesday. <laughs> yes. Okay. Y'all have a good Sunday. I got to go pray for the country. I'll- I was going to tell you, if you take a quick nap and wake up at about 9.30, it'll be over by then. So you, you already know. No, it won't. No, it's not. I'm I you. That. Okay. So, I'm, I'm, I'll tell okay. you why, Vanessa, really quickly. When the early election, let me tell you why. When the early election results start coming in, you'll see a wave one way or another. And if Texas have, like, this really massive turnout, I would not doubt that Ohio is having the same thing happen. It usually happens in waves. So you'll start to see early on what the trend is. And by about 930, you'll see either it's really close or Biden is about to blow the socks off off the throat. You're going to see that really, really early. And I think, you know, it's going to be Biden just blowing them out. That's what I think is going to happen. You know, I'm going to go in the church and pray for that, okay? Oh, you don't need to pray. It's gonna happen. It's gonna We go ahead and do it like this. Uh, no, no, we can go. We can go do some news, Elias. Since we're gonna, since we're just gonna be here, we can okay. end up some news. Go ahead. Okay, so that's cool, then. Go ahead with your final thoughts, Vanessa. Give me your final thought. Well, my final thought is because yeah, I'm picking up. I got two more minutes. I'm getting out the car. So my final thought is. I am so praying, and I have worked so hard for Texas to turn blue. For the first time in my history, I want Texas to be blue. And I want us to be able to take over both sides, Congress, Senate, House, everything. I I won't pop out. I just want us in control because it is going to take at least the first two years to correct all the stuff that Trump has screwed up. And I pray that if we don't, that these people are not so evil, which we know they are, and try to cause harm, 
and riot. I just need it to be peaceful. And these things I ask and I pray in Jesus' name. I do. Amen. Uh, all right. All right. Peaceful, peaceful. Okay. Peaceful transition. All right. Thank you, I Vanessa. Have a good time, Vanessa. What? I got it. I said, have a good time at church. Yeah, yeah, because I'm backing in right in the parking spot right now. So, okay. Don't get in Holla trouble. y'all. All right. See you I mean, Tuesday. All right. <laughs> wow. I'm losing control of the board, Jerome. Come on. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm losing. This thing, is, this thing is slowing down. But I don't care. I, I still want my news, my brother. I still want my all news. Right, well, 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 before we go to news, I, I do want to say, because I know I came in late. I don't remember what the very first segment was. But I'm assuming it was still politics, right? Yeah, it was. It was something. I knew that was okay. going to happen. Come yeah, on, was, on, let me get in. Oh, no, it's going to get loud at the top of the hour. Yeah, because I've lost control. Yeah. You lost control of the board? All right. Yeah, I know. So, it's so slow. It's unreal, man. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I but do want to say this. Um, without fasting, Kamala, what was, what was the first segment? We were talking about, um, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, did we, did we think that uh, 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 the stomping of, uh, they're going from state to state, how was that going, and, and who was winning the election, that's what we were talking about. Oh, okay. Okay. I, you know, I was thinking about the surrogates that's going out. I know Jay played mm-hmm. a clip of Kamala, or he played a, a pinch, and I keep thinking that... With Obama going out and Kamala going out, um, that is really not a fair race to have somebody like Pence. Pence is too dry to be out on the campaign. Yeah. And yeah. between him yeah. and Melania, I'm like, you need some surrogates. And it just shows where yeah. we are in the race that won't nobody be seen with Trump. And we're still worried yeah, about sure. we're still worried about Biden losing, and the Republicans are distancing themselves because they know from their friends and family that ain't nobody really supporting him. They can see the right yeah. of the wall and we are nervous. <laughs> and I know we're nervous because yeah. they cheat. But it's, re- it's weird to watch the only it. Reason. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird to watch it because those guys are running, like the congressman in this area is acting like he he was never friends with Trump. And he was a Trump supporter <laughs> anyway, like for the whole time. And I'm like, you know why? Because he's looking at the polling. He's looking at the response that he gets. His family members are probably just uh, themselves. Democrats are like, I'm not really sure. And if they were that yeah. confident, they would be out there running wild. They would mm-hmm. be running wild. So it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a... It's amazing to me that even even Vince McConnell is running right now, man. He's yeah. like, I don't even go to the White House. I'm like, dude, you lying. You are lying. Right. You know? Yep, they have a, a new yeah. national poll to register voters. It has Biden at 52% and Trump at 42 from the Wall Street Journal and NBC. <laughs> and they're kind of conservative. Wow. Yeah. Right? Anytime yeah. somebody's polling over 50%, you're probably not going to beat them. Right? And mm. even at 50% yeah. constant. So you, you don't need that. He's, Trump is polling too low. So say he's polling at 43, and um, 
you know, they're wrong by 4%, right, or 4 percentage points. Mm-hmm. So it gets him up to, like, 47. Well, he's still going to lose. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the issue right. is is that we're not comparing apples apples to apples. Like, the guy, this guy who did the Cook political report is, uh, and they're, like, one of the oldest publications. I think they've been doing stuff since Truman. <laughs> like, Cook, Repub- the, the political report is for you young kids, is equivalent to um, whatever, that 537, Nate Silver stuff. And um, mm-hmm. they've been handicapping races since, I don't know, since Abraham Lincoln. I, I'm just joking. But they've been handicapping races <laughs> for a long time. That guy, the guy who runs the Cook Political Report was um, was talking about numbers, and he's like, you know, Biden's polling at 50, 51%, and Trump is at 43 and or yeah, it was 40, 47, maybe. He was only four percentage points. So he said that's in the margin of error. But what you guys are not considering is that Trump, that Biden could be actually at 55%. That margin of error can swing back and kick you in the butt. Right? You, you're saying if it's a margin of error, it must be close. He's like, no, the margin of error could be a blowout. That's what your margin of error can be. Right? So we're not wow. when when people do that on T V they always make it look like it's even. Well it's in the margin of error. It's like mm, margin of error don't mean what you think it means. If he's already polling in the fifties and there's a margin of error, if it swings back the other way, you're adding that on to his fifty. <laughs> so wow. I think that Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't it give you a different perspective of what's going on? Yes it does. Wow. Yeah. That's hey, so, man. I, 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 like I said, my only deal is I know how the Republicans love to Oh, cheat, they're going to cheat, yeah. And I, and, and, and I, I want to see us flip the Senate, too, because I'm so sick of Bitch McConnell right now. I've had enough of him, man. I have. He, yeah. he is just unbelievably bad, man. And, and people, I, I don't understand how, when, it, when he had his uh, debate with the young lady, he, all he did was, um, Laugh, man, through the damn thing. What you were talking about? Mm-hmm. How, how they uh, they they're not giving people the uh, the 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 stuff that they need to, the money that they need to survive. And he all he does is laugh. Laugh. He laughs about it. It's a joke. Yeah. yeah. The same the same guy was asked about the Senate, um, and the question was, do you think the Democrats um, can flip the Senate? And his response was, do you think they can't? He said, it's, the better question of asking is, <laughs> is how do you think they're going to keep the Senate? Because right now, the numbers are telling us the Senate is gone to the Republicans. Like, really? It, it is, yeah, it, it's gone. Right? There's too many places. Even when it's losing Alabama? Oh, Al- you don't even need Alabama. Really? Because the other folks are so much in jeopardy. And they're polling bad. And not just that they're polling bad, people already banked their votes. So back in the days, polling is important because it influences people who are going to vote, right? So if you see a poll two days out, you're like, here's what the mood of the country is. But when the polling is against you and people are already voting, that means that even when they got their call back, they're telling you who they voted for. So when those numbers are that high and we've already been voting, like Texas... I think they got, you know, nine million votes already. That was yeah. more than than what they did for, um, four years ago. It was like eight, right. eight million nine hundred thousand. 
They already got over 9 million votes already banked. So what do you think Election Day is going to look like for them? If they even get a big turnout on Election Day, those banked votes are more likely to go against the incumbent. Because that's how probability works. So when you see if Texas is dumping all of those votes in at the exact same time. So Texas is not going to be like two days later you're going to find out what Texas is. They're starting to count them early so that they're going to dump them all in the machine. So at about 9 o'clock, Texas is going to dump their votes. And you're going to see something out of Texas that I don't think anybody's seen before. Really? Yeah, and so even if you go back and sue them and say, hey, we want to hold off the the people who um, drove up. Like on Monday, there's a hearing saying that the people who – they had a drive-through voting thing. It's probably 100,000 people or so, but they they want to try to negate their vote. That 100,000 is going to mean jack squat in the bigger picture. That's a small percentage. About Yeah. The people who are actually going to vote, that's a small percentage for that. So I know we want every vote to count, but even when they dump, you know, fifty or seventy-five thousand votes, Stacey Abrams still almost won, and they and they got they dumped probably, you know, almost two hundred thousand votes. She could have won if it was in there, true, but the truth is, she still that still with all of those votes was still closer than you can imagine. So if that margin was bigger, you can dump the votes all you want to, but you're going to get blown out. So here's what we're, we're looking at a blowout, even if it looks like, oh, Biden only won by three points. You'll be like, imagine if you didn't cheat. It would have been about seven. Right. <laughs> so even with them cheating, that blowout is going to look totally different. So I am watching it for like the for the amusement sake of it, because um, most statisticians and most of these campaigns know what the heck is going on. The people watching are worried about their vote counting. But there's some depression if you look at what's going on with the Republicans. They're hiding. They're not. They're probably not even planning for election night. <laughs> you know, because you 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 regret. Hey, like even so, Trump canceled his party, man. He's like, no, we're not gonna have a party. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be depressing as heck. He's like the Republican, Republican thing, right? Yeah. If you thought you had a chance to win, you would not cancel no party. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm going to wow. do something. Yeah, he, he, yeah. he said yeah. That's what he said. He said he was canceling. I, was, I thought to myself, wow, this is this is unbelievable for him. But yeah. it is what it is, man. Because he's, he's a showboater. And, you know, he's talking about, I don't want to have a party. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But, but think about it. You're two days out from an election, and you're losing by 10 points in polling. Like, it's hmm. 52% to 42 like that is Damn. that is not yeah. that is not good. Mm-mm. So you know they're gonna they're gonna try to cheat and stuff, and they're gonna be successful at cheating and flipping a couple. But in the states that they're not doing that is in the states that they think are Republican because they want all of their votes to count. So it may be easier to flip Texas than it would be even to get Ohio mm-hmm. because of the amount of cheating that they're doing. They're focusing their cheating in certain areas. You know, North Carolina, they want to sue them. They want to sue them in Wisconsin. If they lose Texas, there is no – the game is over. They'll be like, we ain't, we ain't even suing you. We ain't even going to court no more. We only want to look at the absentees because that Damn. will be – indicate that 38 – those 38 electoral votes 
are a monster. You can't make them up. You can't make them up with Ohio or or Wisconsin. Wisconsin is like like eleven or fourteen electoral. Like it ain't even that much. So you need a combination of like four states to equal to equal what Texas is going to bring you. So that's why Florida is always important because that's the biggest chunk outside of the major uh, of, of the other big states. You got to remember it goes by population size anyway. So Florida and mm. Texas are always important. California, New York always, you know, usually goes to the Democrats. So, but if you yeah. lose one of those, then you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go back and get like not just Pennsylvania. He's gonna have to win New Jersey. <laughs> like he's gonna have to win some some really <laughs> Democratic states. So, I, I was shocked that he went to Nebraska, man. Like Lincoln, Nebraska, because that's one one electoral vote. But he went back for that. I'm thinking to myself, dude, he is worried. He yeah. is worried. Because there's a and, scenario that plays out that says that if it's tied, that one vote will will make a difference. So mm-hmm. get out from from the uh, Hillary Clinton race. Is that if you lose this and you gain these, but lose this state, they're they're gaming it out. So they're like, if it's tied, that one is going to make a difference. But again, if they lose Texas, that one ain't going to make a difference to Jack. Mm. That's that's thirty eight wow. electoral that you're just not going to get. I hope he loses Texas, man. You know. I, yep. So what, what do you think about what, what Joe Biden said when he said about the oil statement and, and the. Uh, in the in the debate hey. when he said he yeah you know, again and they mistook it yeah Republicans will blow up anything to make it seem like you're against something with with Biden again we're all prone to make mistakes Trump will make Trump will tell you something and then say something completely opposite and they'll go with the completely opposite thing but it's it's funny how that works right that some people can't make a mistake and other people can do things blatant to you and people will suspend their own beliefs right so for even black people to say um he got a platinum plan for black people he ain't handled black he ain't handled platinum plan for black people for three years he don't handle black people working mm-hmm. in his administration and he does everything that he can to undermine black people and y'all still gonna vote for him because he read something the ice cube sent <laughs> like people are really upset about that i'm like mm, I, I don't know what the problem is but he's not giving you the time of day. He's just playing on you. So in yeah. this sense that um, Biden says that the oil industry, you know, the Obama administration put more energy into um, – I should that's not the word I'm looking for. They put more effort or focus into the energy sector. So we were producing more solar stuff and, and clean energy. Even oil companies was coming out with commercials talking about clean, clean coal, which is an oxymoron. You can't have clean coal, but you know what I mean. Like they started marketing <laughs> yeah. towards that. Trump went back and reversed those regulations, and Biden's going to put them back. So when we talk about oil and fossil fuels, he, he's talking about, as far as that's concerned with the environment, that we need to do a better job of cleaning um uh, of having a uh, getting us a sustainability kick, like to looking at putting things in place that's not going to pollute so much. So that's right. a lot of words. So Biden's going to say, no, we're going to go. The oil companies already know what we're going to do. 
So what do you do? You tell yeah. a oil worker, oh, y'all not going to have a job. That's not what he said. Yeah. But you can blow that out to mean that. What it means is that the people in the oil industry before started working for clean the, the clean energy side of that same business, you know, the wind turbine kind of stuff, the other other power sources that has to do outside of oil. Mm-hmm. During Obama, we became the world's number one oil producer. Well, I remember that. Yeah. So, so what does that tell them? Trump's trying to take credit for it. He's like, we are number one oil producer, and that's because of me. It's like Obama did that. <laughs> it's just that he's, he's selling riding, that oil. He's been riding Obama's coattail for the longest, man. He has, hey, man. That's why he can't stand him. Mm-hmm. That is why he can't stand Obama. So, yeah, pretty much that's the gist of of those, those mistakes. They're just mistakes, but, again, they're just blowing them out like they're even. It's like saying, <laughs> it's like saying, you know, Trump is getting sued for for um, for raping somebody, and then you say, "Well, Al Franken quit because he put his hands over somebody's chest and took a picture. He didn't touch her, but he was standing mm-hmm. in front of him. It's like trying to make yeah. those even, right?" That's, man, I was talking. I, I I couldn't believe he quit though, man. That one, that one got me. That one. You know, Christine Gillibrand, um, Elizabeth Warren. Um, Kamala Harris they get this whole feminist stuff and they're hard on Democrats so they're like hey you know you can't give the appearance of not you know doing this for women or one with they're they're nuts you should never have you should never have gotten out no. of it. but Nancy, no. Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi needs to be up out of there too you know yeah. what I mean Her leadership yeah. is that on the Democratic side it is way too it, it, it is really harsh on them. And I wish Vanessa was here or, or Kathleen so that we would get women pushback on this, but I can tell you that we're not we're not undermining the fact that you should not sexually assault somebody. But he just took a picture with somebody. He got mm-hmm. a complaint from the guy the woman who said that um he was holding her a little too whatever. But her husband took the picture. I'm like, well, but you were smiling in the picture. So how do I know you never told him that? You didn't say get your hands off me. You took a picture with him. And, you know, and so you get, another, I don't. And here you got a man talking about grabbing women by their vaginas, and, exactly. and hey, there's nothing wrong with it. It's a double That's standard to me, man. I don't like it. He got a wife for a hooker. He got a scandal mm-hmm. when he got a over a hooker, and by trying to bribe her. And they're like, oh, yeah, but the way you talk to women ain't right. Biden, <laughs> Biden's kind of creepy, you know, because he hugs yeah. women. It's like this dude is pretty much a John and a pimp. At the same time, he married yeah. his hooker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you can tell by the way he talked to her that there's no equity in, in that. I mean, I ain't judging no. them, but I'm just saying. That people won't differentiate that, but they always make false equivalents. Just like with black people. People go at protesters, and they're like, look at the protesters, they're looting. Protesters don't loot, looters loot, right? But if you merge both yeah. the words together, that's what you hear when you hear protesters. Right? Uh, and, and I, I, know, 
I, I never will forget I had an argument with a guy when he was, he was at work. He was talking about looting is wrong, looting is wrong. Look at all the looting. I said, well, I said, white folks loot too. I said, let y'all win a championship and lose a championship. Right. What do y'all do? Y'all take to the street and loot and tear everything up. Burn so cars and that all of that. Yeah, about black folks this or black folks that. I said, y'all do the same thing. And y'all just said, all oh, those kids are rambunctious. Right. <laughs> this is, I, I, the double standards in this country are bad, man. It mm-hmm. is horrible. Yep. Mm-mm. Yep. And with those double standards, we don't um, we don't call them on them. You know, we never do. We just we just settle, but we never call them on their double standards. Hmm. Now. Right. Wow, so wow, do you wow. want me to do a couple? Do you want me to do a couple of news stories and we'll be out? I'll do two. Yeah, let's do a couple of them, man. My, by okay. all means, yes, most definitely. All right. Okay, so Boeing Airlines, the, the, the company that makes planes, plans to slash 11,000 more jobs as the plane maker reports its fourth straight quarterly loss and um, reveals that it had no orders for new jets last month. So they're planning on cutting their workforce for us by, they said, um, 130,000 employees by the end of the year. Yeah. Now, yep. Now, in in New York City, commuters will be fined fifty dollars for not wearing a mask at any Port Authority stop yeah. in New York and New Jersey. Now, this is a month after the MTA announced similar penalties, and in a Monday press conference, they followed suit um, with the MTA as the Metropolitan Transit Authority. But they're going to impose a fifty dollar fine if you're not wearing your mask. So, hey, Trump people stay out of New York and New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, really. No, that's right. old. Thank God. For yep. that. Now, um, the NBA is allowing teams to open practice facilities and workouts and scrimmages with up to 10 players. Um, the league is debating on their 2020 and 2021 season. So I think they're debating on starting on December 22nd. But some of the major stars are saying that they do not want to come back that early. And I hear them. They just finished mm. playing. <laughs> yeah, can yep. understand it. And so, um, oh, by the way, on, um, you know, there's a study out saying that hospitalized patients already taking a, a daily aspirin were 47% less likely to die from COVID. This is a study coming from the University of Maryland School of Medicine. They found that patients um, in, um, in the aspirin group were 43% less likely to be admitted to ICU and 44% less likely to need ventilators. So people who take daily aspirin, it actually helps your system a little bit better for COVID for some reason. Okay. Yeah, I, I take a daily aspirin every day. Yeah, I do. The baby aspirin, yep, sure do. Yep. <laughs> you know, hey, you have to, have to do that. Now, Florida allows um, convicted felons to vote for the first time in a presidential election after completing their sentence. So the Amendment 4 was passed in Florida in 2018, and it allows convicted felons to vote as long as they've um, completed their sentence. Now, they are trying to fight that still in court, but a judge just upheld this um, thing that they put in place since 2018. So they can still vote if you're a convicted felon in Florida. Now, didn't they, didn't they pass the uh, law that they had to pay their debt back to society? They had to pay restitution for any penalties and fees. They did, and I yeah. think they waived them, so the Republicans went back oh. and tried to, to have them put it back in. Okay, because I know that, yeah, because Bloomberg raised $16 million for them. 
but they yeah. pay them and they still said, no, you can't use that money. Right, I don't right. Understand. You have to pay it. How do they know where you get your money from? <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Now, mm-hmm. they said um, fewer than half of Americans are now avoiding restaurants and gatherings to reduce the spread of COVID compared to 80% in April. So they call it pandemic fatigue. They said it's taking hold. Mm. So on April 12th, 84% of people said they were avoiding gatherings, and 79% said they were avoiding um, public places. And now it's only 47% and 53%. And we have more cases than we have in April. <laughs> That's all I'm talking about. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They ain't lying. They're I, not lying. Oh. I, I read it. Go ahead. I read a story that, that 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 they passed that said that Trump has caused for this rally thirty thousand COVID cases and seven hundred deaths by his rallies. Man, this is crazy. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, they're 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 spreaders. So you know that that doesn't surprise me. His um his niece Mary Trump was on TV not too long ago, and of course she bashes him every chance that she gets. But she said he's narcissistic and crazy. He'll kill everybody just so that he has. Uh, an opportunity to do whatever it is that he want to do. He's an opportunist. Mm. So he does wow. not care. Yep. Now, if you're a Panera Bread, um, you know, Panera Bread is ad- adding pizza to their menu for the first time. So they're offering some kind of um, chipotle chicken and bacon and some margarita pizza. But they're going to have flat three different <laughs> flatbed pizzas in their stores, the cheese, the margarita, the chipotle chicken and bacon. So if you're a Panera person, um, you're going to have a new item on your menu. I, do, I didn't do this story because I don't really eat these, but McDonald's is bringing back the McRib. I ain't really want to say nothing, but on December 1st, if that's your thing, <laughs> they are going to bring back the McRib. That sounds disgusting, and I probably shouldn't have done it on the news, but oh well, some people eat that stuff. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you know, Phil Collins sent a cease and desist letter to Trump demanding that he stop playing in the air tonight at his mag- at his uh, mm-hmm. MAGA rallies because he said it's um, inappropriate um, trivialization of COVID-19. So they were playing I Can Feel mm-hmm. It in the Air, that song. As a joke about yeah. COVID, they were playing at his rally. So Phil Collins sent this to see. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes you just have to send those – you just have to tell them stop. Stop and go sit down. Yeah, really. Okay. Really. Good All Lord. Right. <laughs> All right, so I have, I have one more. Philippines. You know, they still have um, – Jay need to be here, military guy. You know, they, they do the – they have the um, rooster fighting still in the Philippines. So apparently mm-hmm. a Philippine police officer had been killed by a rooster doing an, uh, a raid on an uh, on an illegal fighting, right? So okay. I didn't know what this was called, but he was struck by what's called a gaff, and that's when they tape a razor steel blade. They attach it to the leg of one of the roosters, and that blade, that blade cut the thigh of the, off, uh, of the officer when he picked it Ooh. up. It sliced an, mm-hmm. uh, the femoral artery. Yep. And so, But cockfighting has been banned during the virus outbreak, and, but before the pandemic, it was only allowed for licensed cockpit fights on Sunday. 
and legal holidays, you can do cop fighting or doing um, wow fiestas. <laughs> but they said it, it lasts only two days. But somebody got killed in a cop fight, and it wasn't one wow. of the other. Yeah, one 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 of the other mm. birds. All right. Wow. <laughs> I know. I didn't know where I was going with that, but I was just saying I didn't really know that they still did cop fightings like that. But military people would be able to help me, um, you know, with that, wow. with their travels wow. around the world. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> well, folks, that brings us to the end of the show. And when I final thoughts, I was giving you a final thoughts, my brother. Hey, hey my final <laughs> thought is um, checking on Tuesday. I will be here for the show. Um, shout out to Mariana Music. Haven't shouted her out in a minute, so I want to say that I appreciate you. Shout out to Kathleen and everybody else who, who's listening on the show. We appreciate um, the listeners and your comments, some of y'all, <laughs> throughout the week. So we will see you again on Tuesday um, for the pregame, the election pregame, or, or the postgame. I don't know go. which one we're doing, but I'll be there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, well, well, folks, my final thoughts are this. I have a cousin in Cleveland. Look, man, I, you I, you need to get your ass out and vote, man. I know you don't want to. I know you don't like neither one of the candidates and all this other stuff. But look what happened in Texas. With, 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 a, with a Biden uh, rally proposed of violence like this dude did. If they did, the news would be, oh, look how, look how violent, violent, violence, violence, uh, Violent um, uh, Biden supporters are Now with Trump they say oh that's just the normal So if that is normal to you Then you, you get what you deserve So my man You need to get out and vote And all the younger people who don't think Biden excites you And doesn't do this You're wrong He should excite you because of what's going on In, in, in these states and they're trying to suppress your vote A vote, a voting rights act it's, it's just that it's an act. That means it can be disbanded if they don't like what you're doing. So, look, folks, get your ass out and vote. And if you don't vote, you don't have a voice. And I'll say that to the end of time. And, Jerome, with that being said, my friend, if it's Sunday and we're talking serious stuff, what time is it for? Time for the serious side of the Jay Ryle Show. All right, folks. So we thank you for allowing us to come into your home. So for myself, Jerome is free, Jay Rao, Vanessa, Kathleen, and Johnny, we say thank you and we bid you do, and we'll see you next week, folks. Thank you and thank you for the student side of the Jay Rao Show. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.